Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is The Occulted Light. It was written by Lucia Sosnowski and Gary O'Connell. I am the keeper of Arcane Lore, and this is the second version we have run. This is episode three. Our recap will be given by Max Meltzer as his character, Bruno Ligario. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Max? Thank you, Tom. From a letter from Bruno Lugario to his mother. Hello, Mama. I'm writing you this letter to let you know that I'm about to do something very dangerous. The boys and I are on what could be our last adventure out to a mysterious island in the middle of the bay off the coast of Innsmouth. These past few days have been a blur. After we met Moira, a lovely young woman who was quite charming, we decided to go to Kingsport to investigate her family's past there. We found that there was little record of her ancestor who was allegedly lived there, but we found that someone had snatched all the records containing the Skivern Rock from the library, even though they were not supposed to. We realized that the only possible way we could locate the rock is by investigating the old insurance office in Innsmouth to find a map that they had there. We stayed overnight at the young lady's house. I was posted to watch overnight where I encountered an old disgusting man with the Innsmouth look who told us that she had used him for her own good, slept with him, and then betrayed him. She shot him in the back. He asked us to kill her for cash, but I would never live lift a finger to the lovely lady, especially since I swear she was eyeing me up. She has good taste, mama. Just like you always said someone would. Uh, the old man was probably lying anyway. He looked horrifying. We went to the insurance office under the cover of darkness and found the map, but we were caught by the cops who drove off half of our crew. The other half ran away down the dark cobblestone streets of Innsmouth. We managed to make it out to the dock, and Moira used her unnatural charms to get us a boat out to Skivern Rock. We might not make it back from this. The rock is dangerous, and I swear there is some supernatural stuff going on here, just a feeling I have, like back in the old country. If I die, Mama, I leave all my stuff to you and my dear cat, Eugene. Give him my socks for it. For me, will you? Love you, Mama. Bye. So off you go. Um, the water is choppy. Um, I don't know whether you want to do a constitution roll or not to see if you get a little seasick. And I'm bobbing along already. Might as well. It's dark. It's foggy. 33. It looks like a pass. The good pass. professor's um, over the side, you know, clearing his uh, his, his uh, breakfast and lunch. Oh. oh, no. I'll give him a pat on the back. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Oh, uh, thank you, young man. Thank you. <laughs> how How is Myra looking? Is she looking? What's her expression or her, her feeling that we're getting from her? Now they're heading towards um, well, she doesn't have any problem with the seasickness. She's, yeah. she's, you know, it's a, it's a little fishing boat. So she's kind of standing in the back where you are, more mm -hmm. on the side than on the back. Mm -hmm. And she's holding on tight and she's 
staring forward, like hoping to catch the first glimpse of uh, Skiver and Rock when it comes. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to ask her something. Then I'm going to say, so Mara, I mean, you and I have been, you and the rest of us have been through all this learning about your background. What do you think you're going to find there? At the I don't know. Maybe the answer is to a long mystery. No, no, no anticipation of anything. Any... Well, I don't imagine there's much there, but the building and the contents of the building. Okay. Hmm. But ever since I got that, you know, that message from my father, it's it's kind of intrigued me. I'm really curious what's there. Do a spot hidden to me, to Tobias. Okay. I uh, made it. Regular success. As she says that, um, I mean, you can't really see her face because, you know, she's facing forward. But mm. there's a, 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 a lyrical sound to her voice, like almost a dreamy quality as she's been wondering about this for a while now. And she brings her hand up and she touches uh -huh. the necklace right. uh, around her neck and stands there staring off into the fog into the, the distance okay so the boat rocks on the sound of the motor uh i mean it's not terribly loud but it it makes noise you can hear the water lapping against the the ship and you uh you can see uh dewey uh you know consulting the uh the fragment of uh, map that you guys secured. He uh, slowly but surely, after about oh maybe thirty minutes, uh, you figure you're maybe a mile and a half off the coast. Um, you can see through the fog a, a a a sort of dark figure appear. It uh, looks like a, a couple of mounds of rock sticking up out of the water. They're foggy at first. And as you get closer, you can see that there are craggles, uh, smaller things jutting up out of the water. Uh, it looks dangerous. Um, but as it sort of, as you come out of the fog and you see it, uh, there are two large mounds of rock. Each mound of rock is maybe Oh, 80 feet high, uh, with the waves, you know, slapping up against them with a little bit of, uh, land right in the middle. Um, and on the top of the northernmost rock is a, an old, uh, lighthouse. The lighthouse itself is probably another 80 feet high. And you guess it's 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 still intact, and it's uh, it, it seems to you can kind of guess that maybe originally it was painted red around the middle, um, with white. There's still flecks and, and remnants of the paint, but most of it's been blasted away. Uh, it kind of looks like this. Holy moly! Oh, interesting. So as you come up, uh, Dewey says he has to go around it uh, because the only uh, the only way, according to the charts, to approach is from the north, and mm -hmm. to kind of wind your way around to pass 
the underwater reefs and rocks that are sticking up out of it. And he's heading for the center. Mm -hmm. Oh, you were going to say something, Edward? Yeah. Are there are there uh, like seals or things like that sort of in the low lying rock areas? Well, the rocks kind of jut up out of the water. There are seabirds. Oh, okay. and there so are. There's plenty of see, like bird poop all over the top. Of the <laughs> yeah, rock. you can see places where there's very white, you know, sections where there's bird poop. Okay, that's like good. That's good. So there's normal there. life here yeah. that's not afraid Probably of here. Bird nests somewhere around there. Yeah. Yeah, but Dewey says, um, "Well, we seem to have a problem. We we yeah. left right at high tide, mm -hmm. but the tide's been going down since we uh, since we got out here." I don't think that we can get right up next to the rock. So what we're going to have to do is, well, I'll have to bid, get you in the dinghy, and we'll have to see if we can make that landing right there in the middle. Uh, it doesn't look like it's in great condition, but uh, that's about the only place we can get you up there. Uh, I, I say, can the dinghy fit all six of us? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, um, Professor, since we might be having to tramps around some old ruins, um, perhaps we could buy some rope or something off the the ship owner. Maybe well, yeah, some something something to help us in our trip and rope uh, and anything else you might have that might help us. I'm sure Miss Moira would be uh you know glad to talk with her friend. Buying seems unnecessary among friends. Well, it is. He needs it to rent his ship, so probably buying would be appropriate. He's got to give it back after we're done. That's not a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah make sure we have a, a torch, a flashlight, or a torch lantern. So Still. it's an interesting little trip. He he anchors the ship, um, maybe three hundred feet away from the rock. Um, Walter stays on board you know, to, to just move things around and get ready for their fishing. Um, and if you, if you've never been on a dinghy, probably everybody's been in a rowboat, but you guys are facing forward. You're facing the, uh, the rock that you're heading towards. Dewey's facing backwards because he's rowing. And uh, he rows you closer and closer. Now, you can see that the landing right now only sticks up maybe five feet from the water's edge. Um, your guess would be that the only time that it would be easy would be if it was right at high tide and the water was really close to the, the surface of the ground. In this case, you're going to have to kind of scramble up as you do it. Um, I mean, so as you get there, I would like you all to do uh, dexterity works. The uh, the boat's also not standing still. It's it's doing this and it's One. occasionally bumping against the rock. The professor leaps like a cat. One. Ooh. Okay. Nice. Could I do a jump roll? Uh, sure. Okay. You want to do that? Hard instead? success. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! Standard success. Your regular wow. success. Extreme. Oh eight. Okay. Now the young people you jump right up that. there with. <laughs> you guys do very well, and and you guys help uh, Moira uh, by you know getting out first and then then pulling her up. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and Dewey says, you know, how long do you want to be here before I come back? We got fishing, uh, eight hours, nine hours. Do, do we have a flare? Maybe we can signal you as well, just in case. That way you can find the north of the uh, of the island easier. Oh, he says, so yeah, I, I didn't bring a flare with us on the on the the dinghy. How um, how long is safe? What's what's a what's would be a safe range of time for you to be able to come back successfully today? Well, I mean, we got fishing to do. I'll try to be back uh, you know, somewhere sometime around the next high tide where we can get up close here and Okay, that works. So that gives us what 12 hours well, it's actually 12 hours but yeah you know yeah okay. it is he is he says i'm trying i'm trying to run a business so you know yeah. i do have to completely understand 12 hours should give us plenty of time okay so he uh he turns the boat around so now he's facing you mm -hmm. uh with uh with his boat behind him and he's going like this uh it's it's rocky uh you can see that it's uh that the the rocks have been blasted by the waves and the wind and everything and a lot of them are very smooth they've been smoothed out um you kind of want to avoid the wet ones because some of them are wet and they'd be very slippery um but you can see uh, uh since you're at the lowest part that there are carved stairs going up towards the lighthouse and mm -hmm. carved stairs kind of going up towards the top of the other rock where the foghorn used to be. Um, they are also very worn, very weathered. Um, there's sand here and there. Uh, there's not much in the way of plant life growing, maybe a few clumps of grass uh, here and there. Uh, but you are still on the, uh, on the, what they call the wasp the rock it's the, the the flat place that's close to the water um what what does it's, the oh, i'm sorry i was just gonna say it's also a little chilly it's just the ocean wind but it's not particularly cold okay um between us and the uh the lighthouse does there seem to be a well-beaten path or are we yeah, gonna there's, have to there's there's stone there's stone steps that have been carved into the Great. surface going up they're windy they're not going straight up to it I I say Mr Bart looking at the environments does it seem like there's been anyone here in, in the past decade two decades from your experience uh well I'm not really as far as like looking at these stone steps and whatnot I don't know if I have that kind of skill or not um it looks weathered and worn and yeah I, I I think it looks weathered and worn I'm not able to tell you if anybody's been through here in the past few months that's really not um my area I'd say once we got to the lighthouse however we might be able to make a better call on that aspect of it um I will say that if we assume that nobody has been up and down this path in a while uh it might be quite dangerous and so we should probably uh you know tie some ropes to ourselves make a chain just in case something were to go wrong just a recommendation there's, there's, there's no railing for the steps all at once 
there's not a railing. Okay. But it also doesn't look really that dangerous. Oh, I mean, okay. It's just kind of a slog, not like a what? They're not they're not even steps. They were obviously gouged out, probably, you know, hammered out um uh, in the late in the in the early 1800s, maybe the late 1700s. But yeah, I mean it's you want to be careful. There's a, a stairs pathway also going up to the other uh, yeah, jetting rock to where, landing. to where the foghorn used to be, yes. Yeah. That will probably be even more treacherous, the foghorn. Yeah, less traveled, just for me. I have a feeling, though, I'm I'm sort of thinking we might want to find a gravesite around here. Maybe it's on that rock if we don't find it on the, the one by the lighthouse. So we're probably still going to have to go over there. I'm thinking Myra's great-grandmother is buried here somewhere. Well, once we ascend the lighthouse, then we'll be able to get a better view of the lay of the land, and mm. then from there we can proceed. Excellent. Onward, upward. All right, okay. young men, young lady, please go ahead. And I'm going to watch where, where they slip so I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, so you you turn to, to go to the steps uh, going up towards the lighthouse. and. Uh, you start up, and they uh, they wind a little bit towards the uh, kind of like counterclockwise around the, the big rock, and then they they um, they switch back, and they start coming back this direction a little bit. Uh, I'd like you to all do spot hiddens at this point. Ah, you know what? The rocks are going to attack us. Yep, that's a fail. Yeah. That is a eight. I'm rolling really good today. Yeah, fail regular success, except the twenty-five. Okay, who succeeded? Okay, those of you who succeeded, uh, you're you're watching your steps. Uh, you're all watching your steps. You're being careful. Um, you don't want to slip. And I'd say you're probably about oh thirty feet up at this point. You look out over the sea, and you can see Dewey. He's about halfway back to his boat, rowing away like this. You can faintly hear, you know, the sound of his uh, his oars and the sound of the, the locks on the oars making that sort of creaky noise in the thing. But then you hear another noise. It's almost, almost like. Uh, well, you may have never heard of it, but you're, you're, you you probably have, like a whale call. That sort of low, haunting sort of noise coming up from the deep. And as you look out towards the boat, the water around the boat seems to be boiling like a school of fish underneath or something bubbling up from beneath. Dewey takes a few Yellow. more strokes as he's going that he's too far away. And you remember being in the boat, the sound of the water and the oars and the creaking. It was pretty loud. So all of a sudden, something, something comes up out of that water near the ship. And it's almost as if you are experiencing uh old pictures of the Kraken. Um, these tentacles reach up. This mound of green slime rises up next to the boat. It wraps itself around the ship, 
you can vaguely on the wind hear Walter screaming as the thing literally tears the ship apart and then pulls what there is of it under the water. At this point, the sort of wake that it creates when this happens hits Dewey and his ship rocks up and down. For a moment, he didn't seem to hear or notice anything because of his position. And he turns around, he sees his ship is gone. And for a second, he doesn't know what the fuck to do. So he turns around and he starts rowing like crazy back towards the rock. You can all do sanity bubbles. This is oh, no. My God. There be dragons. I don't there get be any pictures. dragons, gentlemen. Ooh, because... pass. Yeah, pass, but still. <laughs> still looks like one or two, probably. Well, Ooh. Double O two. Ooh. Nice. If you pass to a 1D4, if you fail to a 1D6. Wow. Three. Half three. So since I failed my spot hidden, I I didn't know to take <laughs> the pictures then. <laughs> you yeah, you probably didn't know, but you you probably once everybody else started yelling. Gods, man. Edward, did you get a picture of uh, Edward? I, I, I didn't see <laughs> what? Oh, what? <laughs> Oh, look at those pretty seagulls. Oh, that could have been worth money, Edward. Did, did you see the birds over there? They, they oh are pretty. God. Did anybody get five or more? Oh. <laughs> I okay. feel like I would have, but no. Give it time. You can all add 5% to your Kavuka. How does Moira look? Uh, like? Did she see it? Uh, yes, she definitely saw it. Uh, she looks terrified. She's like, what? What was it? She's she's shaking. What have you gotten us into, young lady? Uh, I, I have no idea. Uh, what was that? It's a monster. Octopus? The giant squid. Giant green squid. My God! My God! Well, uh, Dewey and she she starts going back down the stairs. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, careful! They're slippery. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Towards the beach. What are y'all going to do? Well, yeah, we should help Dewey. Get out of the water once he gets back. What? What? You you said you saw uh, tentacles, a tentacles, a creature out there. It's look look at where the, the boat, boat was. Man. Well, now we know what happened to all those ships that went missing. Think about it. God, the boat's gone. We might be. We're here. stuck here unless well, we repair the we lighthouse. We could get the boat, then that would help. Oh, the dinghy. Do you want to go back out there with that thing in the water? No, but I don't want to stay here. Well, once we get to the lighthouse, we can signal for aid, uh, SOS, uh, but we'll be fine, gentlemen. We'll be fine. Okay, yeah. Well, we, so we are you all go. going back down to the beach? Yeah, we're going uh, to have staying to on the. I'm staying on the rocks, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to stay up top with my camera since I missed it. I want to try to spot it, so I'm looking to take a picture. Good man, keep an eye out too. Uh, I'll be here with you. We're safe. So, who's going back down to the beach? I'll go down. Okay. All, all the young people. Yeah, you figure that Moira is not going to be able to pull Dewey up out of the boat. Yeah, yeah. He'll <laughs> help. All right. So, uh, Dewey gets there and he seems to be somewhat shaken, though 
though he didn't see it happen. Yeah. Um, uh, and he's like, my my boat, my boat is sunk. Yeah, we'll 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 explain it. Just get up. We're gonna get you out of the boat first. Come come okay. up on the shoreline here. Uh, you guys get up, and he tries to tie off the boat. Uh, uh, there is a mooring there. It's an old, broken up mooring, but you know, it still works. It just needs to be a stick up to tie it to. And he's like, "What? What? What happened? Uh, I heard an explosion, and then it was it was the Kraken. It was Davy Jones himself." Someone unleashed it at last. Do a psychology roll. Fail miserably, just like my joke. No. Regular Um, success. (laughs) Oh, I thought you were up with me up top. Um, I have no psychology. I have a bit. He came to help. Yeah. Um, He seems visibly shaken. Uh, mm-hmm. And when you when you say you know like the Kraken or whatever, um, he doesn't look at you incredulously. He looks at you like you're telling him the facts. Oh, and uh, he's like, but but why? Can we hear them from down from down below? Like, is it noisy from the waves? They're they're starting to come up. Yeah, they're starting to come up. It just decided. uh, It just decided to make lunch out of your boat. Have you heard stories about something like that? Well, we never come out to this place because you know there are stories of ghosts and and things like that, but. Yeah, I mean, I've heard the other sailors. I've just never had any reason to come out here. So, so you have other stories, perhaps after this is over, uh, Toby. There are always stories. Contribute to our archives with his folklore. Uh, anyways, he looks more upset that his boat sank. And yeah. What about your friend, uh, Wallace? Oh, Wallace. He didn't, we didn't see him. We didn't see him jump off the boat when it was sinking, did we? He's dead. He was, it was too he was... far out. But yeah, maybe maybe he'll swim. Maybe he'll get here. Maybe maybe my, my yeah. Maybe. Wallace, Wallace, he yells. Did we see any heads bobbing on the water there? Nothing. You see pieces of wood that are out there on the. I don't think he got off. Let let us all. Retreat to the white uh, to the lighthouse first, yeah. and then, you know, we'll calm the young man down. Yeah. So you make your way up to the lighthouse. Now, when you get there, the lighthouse looms above you. It's maybe forty feet wide at the base. It maybe it tapers up to maybe twenty-five feet across at the top. Um. It's it's pitted and it's blasted. Um, uh, there is a big, large oak door on the front of it um, with a big padlock. That's rusted and uh, and, and, so and the doors probably sort of um, decayed from the salt water and the moisture and everything, right? It's definitely blasted. It's it's worn away in places, but right. it looks also open, like yeah. it's a pretty thick one. 
a yeah. pretty thick could, oak could, door. Could I try and, picking it? Oh, sorry. Oh, uh, I was just going to yes. say, yeah, you can take it then. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just it's, it's one of the old-fashioned big padlocks. Yeah, I, I've got like a little, I've got skill and because I snoop around, take pictures, I kind of sometimes. Ah, uh, Edward, you me. rogue. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Ooh, 21 out of 30. That's a success. Uh, like the old days. Well done. Yeah, those big locks are pretty easy to pick because you can get right into it. Uh, it snaps open. And the the heft of the lock, the part or the part of the lock that wasn't exposed, the part that was inside, is uh, a little shinier, a little newer, uh, but still, still, you know, has been old and rusted. Uh, the lock pops off, the, the latch swings to the side, and um, there's just a handle, you know, to open the door. Uh, there's not like a, a doorknob or anything like that. Do, do I still have my my uh, my lantern from earlier in my pack, or was that left on the boat? Well, did you want to bring it to bring it with you when you came over? There's no electricity out here, so you yeah, probably yeah. brought your I, lantern. I was you probably brought our like day pack and, yeah. and stuff like you, that. You yeah. did. You you certainly okay. brought food with you and stuff like that. You're going to be here for twelve hours. So. Yeah. Um, Shotgun so at the ready in case. Yeah. Uh, you, the door actually opens outward. Um, so you open up the door and you can see that there are cobwebs that have actually attached themselves to the door, up to the roof and across the room. As you pull, you're looking into a room that was probably the living space for the lighthouse. Um, there's wooden furniture, there's a table. Uh, most of it is in fairly decent condition. Oh, it it's, has some moisture damage. Uh, there's You can see that there's mildew on a tablecloth and things like that. Um, it wasn't a particularly comfortable room, except that everything was, you know, because it was made out of wood. There were no cushions or, or things like that. Um, there are cobwebs everywhere. Uh, that have just, you know, accumulated. And of course, there's a half an inch of dust on everything. So it definitely doesn't look like anybody's been in here for a hundred, however many years. Is there like a food stove with firewood, things to keep us warm just in case? There is. There is a fire, fire, uh, a fire breathing stove. We'll say exactly okay. what was in my brain. Um, <laughs> yeah, pot belly stove. Right. Uh, there is at one end, uh, looks like cooking utensils, uh, and various other things. This was obviously where they ate, where they lived most of the time. There are some, um, dust, very dusty cobwebby paintings on the walls, things oh, like that. Are there a couple small little windows to let light in or is this? Fully... There are, there are oh. windows. Yes. Okay. They're small and they're very thick glass. You can't see out of them very well because the, the glass is very distorted. Good. You know, yeah, it lets yeah. in light, but it's not really uh, super clear. You can see there are shelf, shelves with books, um, most of which are very yellow and, uh, and damaged. 
Um, Uh, what you want to do? Oh, and 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 this is a general thing about the lighthouse. Um, every floor of the lighthouse is partly dominated by a staircase. Um, so there is a staircase uh, that goes up to the next level, but there is also it seems a basement because there is a staircase going down to a lower level as mm -hmm. well. Um, Why would you dig down in the lighthouse well it might it might be uh like a structural foundation like a deep oh. foundation to support they might have just had some maybe it's the inside of the foundation for dry storage maybe in, in the solid there, are also, food. there might be food there just in case there are also food. large there are large cabinets um uh that are actually kind of nicely carved they would make lovely antiques if they weren't so weathered and mildewed from the the moisture in the air the, the seawater and everything but they probably hold things they're closed um what do you want to do well professor lighthouse keepers kept meticulous records of the daily goings on i'm going to start digging through them and look if there's anything about what just ate her friend's boat out there because i can't see this not being an, something he's observed you're thinking, Toby, I will join you in uh, reviewing the records, the ledgers. They, like you said, must keep track of inventory. Yeah. Well, also daily goings on. I mean, there's, there's got to be something about this. Right. They have nothing better to do. I wonder if it was like a giant squid. I know they, they say that those things might really be in the water. There's been some theories about those, haven't there? If we can find samples. Yeah. Well, yeah, he, there'll, be, there'll be records of plenty here. So let's see if we can find them. If anyone wants to go with me, I'd like to start from the bottom up, maybe go down to the basement, search, and then and then start our way up. I'll accompany you. A firearm. I'm going to pass to one of you my uh, shotgun just in case. You never yeah, know. Yeah, just safety in numbers. We should probably do a tour. You're right. Okay. Lead the way, Edward. Okay. So who's going down? I'll I guess go we down. all are just to do yeah. a tour first. Yeah. yeah just you can all go together. Place. Yeah. Okay. Moira is not going to go down. She's she's looking around this this living room. Um. All right. So when you go down, um, uh, the it goes down about sixteen feet, and to uh, an archaeology, do you have um something that would be amount to architecture or ant antiques or antiquarian or have history. how things were constructed? History. Yeah. Oh, history. Let's see. Uh, okay, I'll burn some luck if a regular success will teach us something. I got regular history. Regular oh, you did? Okay, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, so you're okay, yeah. So what you can guess, looking at this place as you're starting to go down, um, parts of the interior are constructed of wood, but a mm. great deal of the structure is, com is composed of large brick and rock, mm. uh, especially down at, at this level. It looks like your guess would be is that the first thing they did was they blasted a big circular foundation hole into the rock, which that's what this has become. And then they built, they leveled it, and then they built on top of it so that they would have a basement. There are no windows down here. And it's 
it's got an even temperature, about 54 degrees, um, just naturally from the, the rock insulation itself. But the walls are solid rock. They're not brick. They're solid rock. Um, down here, uh, it, it smells. Um, it smells mostly of rancid oil. Hmm. Uh, and as you look around, you can see that that it's stacked with um, various barrels of things. The uh, whale oil back like then, probably. Maybe they stored stuff here. Yeah. Um, uh, and there are bags of uh, black rocks, which are probably coal. Uh, some of them are crumbly. Some of them are still in, intact. Uh, but in one at one end of it, there is a furnace. Uh, that can be act, you know, can be. It's rusty. It's old. You're not sure how how you get it going, but it would heat the lighthouse in the winter. Okay. I, I mean, gentlemen, if there is, you know, gas and that type of thing, we might want to be cautious about. Well, and he looks at the lan lantern, you know, open fires, just in case. Uh, because I succeeded on the history role, what I know that. Blasting a hole and, and then building up is a common way of building around that time, or does it seem kind of out of place? No, it seems like it might have been. Uh, I mean, you would have thought that it would be a good idea. You want a place oh. to be able to store things where the temperature stays right. the same. It seems reasonable. Yeah. And the rock does pretty well. Uh, we, but it doesn't look ancient. It's not like it was anciently carved. Right, it, right. It was right. blasted. And the the furnace you said looks like it's stoked by coal. It, it, we're not seeing any signs of gas, like gas piping or anything. Like no, that. no gas piping. Yeah, yeah. I would have so done that just, back then. We should be good. We should be good because it's just coal stoked. Okay. We just smelled, you know, rancid oil. That's it's probably whale oil. That's what they would burn in the, uh, in the labs back then. Perhaps linseed oil from the the painter. Yeah, true. But other than that, you know, there's a coat of dust on everything. Um, do any of you have mechanical? Yes, I have mechanical. 10%. Yeah, 25%. Oops. Um, do one hold for that. Okay. Let's see. Mechanical. 90. Oh, uh, are you kidding me? Can I push the okay. roll? Sure. Oh, no. Okay, I'm gonna. Can we leap the? Does that mean you get eaten by the furnace if you fail? <laughs> it's a fire-breathing stove, like Tom said. After all, yeah, oh, I'm gonna shit. stick my head in the furnace. Oh, and I might, I might bang it on something. If, uh, oh yeah, you're spells. getting into fixing it. That makes sense. Oh, oh, no bueno, no uh, bueno. Okay. Young man, what do we keep you around for? So, so Bruno is quite uh, fascinated by this old piece of technology, oh, and he. Uh, he goes over to it, and it, what you what goes through your head, Bruno, is it's not that complicated a piece of machinery. I should, if we wanted to, I should be able to get this going. You know, it's just dirty. And as you do that, you put your hand on the, the big stovepipe going out of it. There's a creaking noise, and suddenly it snaps over, and the, the one above it falls, and this black soot comes uh, falling wow. out of it and uh yeah you you you're probably coded. are you're suddenly in in blackface for a moment young man this is how you get you know black uh, lungs okay we got to but other than that other than 
then now the the black soot and the dust um there didn't seem to be anything else down there i'll give you that there might be some equipment you know of spare lanterns maybe well not down here but okay. yeah there's you know maybe a, a shovel oh, against okay. the wall for shoveling the coal but but, but no, nothing like, else goods dry goods no nothing no okay you wouldn't want anything that old anyways professor I mean, if it's canned, it should be okay. No, not 90 years, sir. That's that's too much. <laughs> Has it been 90 years? Not sure they had canned back then. Well, Napoleon had invented canned goods by that time, but they Oh, sucked. that's true. <laughs> Haven't you read that Upton Sinclair thing? It's probably all factory workers anyway in that thing. You don't want to eat that. Fair oh, enough. that's true, yes. Fair Mr. Enough. Sinclair knows about what happens to the slow yeah. workers. <laughs> I do think for for all the bad that botulism is cracked up to be, there's probably potential in there somewhere. Maybe not to eat, but somehow. So I worry about you, Professor. <laughs> if you head back upstairs, okay. um, as you get there, uh, you see Mora over by a wall, and she's brushing the, the cobwebs and the dust off of one of these paintings. And she says, oh. you look, and okay. she points to it, Go ahead. Yep, we're looking. She, she <laughs> points to it, and she points to the corner of it, and there clearly is written tag. Ah. Seems like we're in the right place. Um, it's oh, what's it's the a painting. painting it's a painting of a sailing ship on the ocean during a storm, you know, very classic sort of subject matter. Um, it's not bad. If any of you have... Uh, you know art or or a praise or anything like that mm. um or just you know i mean otherwise it just looks it's not bad mm. it's, it looks like it's it's deteriorating mm. you know it was painted with oils it's it's been exposed to the, uh, like the environment and things like that yeah yeah but not badly painted you can see there's a few others around the room too all of which are identified as tag. Is it all the same subject matter? Yeah, ocean, oceanscape. Uh, you know, uh, some of them are in the day, some of them are at night. Uh, some there, of them are it, rough seas, some of them are regulars. Is there dates on them at all? No. Like, okay. Do we see just water and, and boats in the sea, or do we see things with tentacles or yeah actually i was just, wondering just very standard looking uh, uh, paintings and none of um, people, right no people none no of people, people in any of them um okay. you said you were going to look at the records in fact is you're you're going to take your time and look around this room for a while all right um so I'll just I'll I'll go down the list like in the kitchen you find uh a couple of chairs a table uh, you find cup, uh, cupboards and pantries that have um, old, you know, food bits and things. So he actually, you'd kind of say that he was pretty well stocked uh, at yeah. the time. Uh, have to be. Uh, on the shelf, uh, you see a number of yellow yellowed books. Uh, they are uh, lighthouse maintenance um, manuals like that uh there's uh uh books on ship recognition 
how to tell, you know, what the boat, what kind of boat it is, all that sort of stuff. There's meteorology, there's uh, how to signal ships and things mm. like that, proper semaphore. It'd be useful for all for, that. For calling aid. There are several almanacs from the mid 19 uh, from the mid 1800s um like mid 1820s uh and there's you know a, a couple of fish rods and the tackle boxes and oh, yeah. things like that um there is a tool chest with tools uh okay. there are uh these are in some of the cabinets there are cracked and useless oil skin weather uh gear um there's links of heavy rope and iron chain oh good okay and eventually you find the station log yes um so it's meticulous you were correct it is quite meticulous and it goes a long way back um it contains records of every storm every ship that was sighted um every time somebody visited bringing them supplies every other visitor that came um do spot hiddens for me as you're looking well whoever's looking at the boat well i'm definitely looking through those uh regular I, success I, I'm, I see nothing so he would have documented wrecks because that's part of the job of those people and we know the dates of some of the famous wrecks from the professor's research the insurance company right so do i find his records about the wrecks and if i don't see them that's weird mm. well um what you do notice is that all of the records uh are in his hand okay so he's the only one writing the records right so the, my theory about the woman might not be correct well no but the and, other uh, the other men uh, and the records stop in 1824 I'm in the same four. year that may. andrew muir died it's specifically so may off. right like yeah and all those wrecks happened yeah happened after 1824 didn't they so he stops taking records after Andrew Murdoch's Rick's sakes man is a failure as an archivist I mean was there even Andy Mears probably the question here on, um, on Mears death did he make any notes about that like like you know at least acknowledge that Mears died or something uh yes there is a it just says swept off to sea swept mm. out to sea that's it yeah and they're, he they're short you know there yeah he worked for 14 years after this point I think and Correct. there's nothing nothing and there's a bunch of blank pages yeah there's there's more room yeah sure but were there anything nothing. ripped out nothing ripped out um so you guys are doing that uh the other three are you looking around the room trying to find anything else do a spot hidden 20 27. oh nice sounds good uh except for all the sun on your face <laughs> yeah yeah maybe what is my spot hidden yeah it's just a regular i can spend seven to make it hard anybody to get better not uh mm, Ed or no. David I'll spend seven so Bruno minutes. in fact you go into that little kitchen area and uh there are still rags there um you see that there is kind of a built-in well 
Um, no, that doesn't make any sense, does it? We're, we're on in the ocean. Um, the rain catch kind of thing? Or? Yeah, maybe there's a cistern somewhere. So you do have water. Um, you grab a rag, you're cleaning yourself up. And in the process, you're sort of looking around the kitchen. Um, everything has sort of a general uh, you know, worn, old, yellowy color. You see, you know, maybe there are old cans that are uh, like uh, the kind that you have a key to open and stuff like that. But on the shelf, right over the stove, there's one thing that kind of stands out. There is a glass mason jar. Um, it has a lid on it, uh, but the lid seems to have been completely sealed in wax. Um, and the stuff inside of it, it looks like some sort of spice or powder. And as you, as the, the light, you know, sort of coming in through the window uh, is hitting that area, it, it almost sparkles. Uh, I'm going to... Do we have any fire here? We have a lamp, right? You have a lantern. Yeah. Okay, I'll say, hey, Edward, can you bring that lantern over here for a second? Oh, sure. Yeah, um, I just want to light a little bit of uh, rag or something on a stick and try to melt the wax off. And then open up the jar after that. Um, do a luck roll. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's a pass. 36. Okay. You, you start to, to melt the wax. And uh, after a couple of seconds, being kind of awkward and, and so forth, holding it, you realize that if you just grab the jar and grab the lid and twist, it'll it'll snap most of that old wax. It'll just <laughs> fracture off and yeah. you can you can open up the lid. Um, you're gonna open it. Uh, when you open it, um, there is a an odd smell. Um It's weird. It's it's almost like when you have worked on electrical things, um, that weird smell of ozone. Mm, yeah. That sometimes it almost smells like ozone, a very strange, almost electrical smelling smell. Um, the stuff in the jar is actually composed of multiple colored grains of stuff, and some of them are metallic and they sort of shimmer and sparkle in the in the light um there's about you know that much there's there's a, a good amount of it maybe a, a cup or, or a cup and a half of this okay. stuff in there I'll, I'll just but no, little... no label no explanation okay i'll take like a little and then taste it okay bruno's very um, old school <laughs> well it's a that it looks like a spice Oh dear. <laughs> uh, when you place it against your tongue, it has a very, very powerful copper sort of twang to it. Uh, not pleasant at all. In fact, it makes the whole inside of your mouth, you know, like you've been sucking on pennies all day. Uh, not yeah, pleasant wash. at all. It's definitely not for eating. 
whatever it is. I'm going to wash it out and then just put the lid back on. Okay. Put it back on the shelf. I think this is some sort of like metal dust or something. It might be like uh, maybe they found some ore or something. It looks like if you Maybe were... it's for cleaning the lenses. Might be a special cleaner. Yeah, or, it looks or like we light it like on that. fire, see if there's a flare. I mean, the... that's a good point. Yeah. Could it be like paint? No... Powder paint? Could be all those sort of things. I have a little bit of chemistry, Tom. I'll go and try to see if I can identify what it is. It might be okay. like macerated ore or something like that. Yeah, I, I should have. Now fail. Doesn't matter. Okay, no clue then. You have no idea what it is. Yeah. Would my chemistry knowledge with uh, photography allow me to kind of try an ID on it? Or? You can try, sure. Oh, yeah, like the old flash photography where they need the powder. Silver nitrate, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I identified that it is there. Well done. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so you have no idea. I'm trying to think what a no lighthouse is. I bet you it's for the lenses. They probably need special cleaning stuff for it. Yeah, it could be. It could be for like maybe grinding the lenses or something. I don't. Yeah, know. Yeah, the Fresnels are really important. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it could be for that. Well, good, good to know, sir. Anyway, Shall we, uh, we should, go upstairs. Yeah, we should probably take this though. It might be worth. Yeah, a lot yeah, of money. hold on to it. Sure. All right. I can't money, believe money. he didn't keep a records after. 1824, though, that's just unimaginable. How, how did anyone know that he was here after the... Well, he still had to get food and stuff. He still had regular deliveries. Uh. But all those accidents happened. He wasn't even by... We should keep and see if he kept a second journal someplace, maybe. Who's Probably paying him? There's... But the government. Yeah. So, did... yeah, the government paid White House workers. His quarters are probably on the second floor. But you're not a performance-based compensation system. You can also but, see from those records that he was getting regular supplies. Yeah. Maybe once a month, right? You know, people were going right. back and forth. Um, Edward found a really old bottle of beer, and he's going to turn it. Are you sure that's oh, safe, oh, man? Yeah, careful, <laughs> careful, man. Careful. It's oh, that's wonderful. Aged. Yeah. Dry. Uh, all right. So, did you say you were going to go up to the next floor? Okay. Yep. yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's probably where his quarters are. So you Let's go up to the next floor, and indeed, and indeed, as Edward had guessed, um, uh, you come up to the bunk room. Uh, it's got a slight mildewy smell. The sheets mm. on the beds are bad. There are two beds. Mm. Um, uh, one of them is more mildewed than the other. Uh, uh, one of them. Uh, uh, uh looks like it was used you know more than the other one was um there are also two large uh trunks at the foot of each bed uh there is a small table uh against the wall near the window and there is an old easel that's set up mm. with a uh, uh canvas on it uh, that's partly painted once again more ocean and okay looks like he was putting in something there um what do you want hmm. to do here what what is the painting of just more oceanscape yeah. stuff you seem to be fascinated with if he's ocean. got any more journals or something perhaps right like turn the beds look under the mattresses yeah check the trunks yeah i want to go through okay. one of the trunks all right so the trunk at the base of the better conditioned bed 
uh, does contain blankets, clothes, uh, looks like uh, this is where he would store his clothes, his extra boots. Um, they're in pretty good condition. They've been, you know, locked in that trunk uh, out of the out of the sea air. Uh, they're dry. Uh, there might be a little spider or something that, you know, crawls up the side of the thing when you're in there. Uh, the second trunk, when you go to open that, has painting supplies. Uh, seems to be filled with stuff of painting supplies. Uh, you can even, if you guys have any you know, background in art in the city, you can see that the, the stuff that he was purchasing, he was probably purchasing in town and uh, bringing it out here. Uh, oh, it does say that there's also a, a cupboard in this room that also has painting supplies in it. Okay. Uh, there are a few more canvases stacked up against the wall. They're all ships and seascapes. Right. Um, well, do you go through the paintings? Yeah, because I'm looking for clues about the other person, maybe. Might be a woman. Can I also see if the boots fit me at all, just because the slippery... <laughs> Professor, you, know. you don't need a new pair of boots. Oh, sure. no, the ropes, it's slippery. We need, you know, we don't want to fall off, just like Andy here. Ah, uh, you're just jealous yeah. of his boots. They're stylish. Yeah. Do, do a luck roll. Okay. Uh, oh. There's also, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't Ooh. see this. There is also a large cabinet, kind of like the ones downstairs, a cupboard. Luck. Oh, okay. 54 under 65. So they fit. Ah, perfect. Amazingly well. They're, yep. they're, and they start glowing, and you look yeah. at no, off the ground. Oh, is there also a shoe for them, though, while yeah, we're at it? Yeah. Right, now they're so. a little crackly and an old. All right, just in case um, it starts changing into those uh, better boots. Going through the paintings. Mm -hmm. And by the way, you've also noticed that his, his skills, if, if you could sort of, you know, when you stack them against the wall, you're getting mm -hmm. kind of a chronology as he's mm -hmm. going on. They get better and better. You oh, know, good. His, okay. So some of this is worth, you know, doing. And then you get to paintings of the island. He's painting, you know, the rocks and things mm -hmm. like that. And then out of nowhere, you find this painting, which is very good, but very interesting. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That's what I was looking for. Does the, the, she strike a resemblance to Moira at all? Or? Well, this is Moira's great grandmother. I'm sure of it. Um, yeah, a little bit. And in fact, the woman in the painting has a necklace on that is the same as the one that Moira is. Oh, Moira, come take a look at this. Well, this is she, your great grandmother. This is her. We found her. Oh my God. My God. This is and she's her. She's a looker. She's a real looker, this lady. <laughs> she looks like a, like a Native American woman. Yes. He found a Native American princess somehow. I don't know how he met this lady. What tribe would be nearby here? Um, Nagarasek. I can't remember. They've got very strange names in Nagansiket. Nagansit. Nagansit. I think they get, they do tell me here. I think Narragansett. Um, Narragansett. Yeah, Narragansett. Well, if we can get back to the mainland, we can. 
probably find out where she came from because somebody back there would recognize the clothes and know what tribe she's from even the jewelry even the, the yeah house, perhaps could find out her story so it might have been of native origin yeah i wonder how she came out to a lighthouse how did she meet him so there... is there a date next to that picture to see like when it was uh nothing none of his he name there's he a novel perhaps... in this he did perhaps write her name on the back, did he? Uh, if you look, there's nothing there. Mm. Um, the larger cabinet against the wall, when you open it up, has got uh, explosives. It's got a, a dozen sticks or so of dynamite, um, which, do any of you have safe. chemistry or, yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah, I have a bit of chemistry. Um, so does Edward. I don't think old dynamite is safe at all, is it? It's touch sensitive. Yeah, oh, totally fine. <laughs> okay, uh, there, Edward. there are also there are also a dozen antique rocket flares. Oh, um, yay! There is a launching stand. There is uh, there are extra fuses. And there are punk sticks. Um, uh yeah so you do have a way here to possibly signal the mainland okay excellent that's so encouraging or or even to fend off that monster should it somehow attack us i'm a little worried if a ship comes to help us and the monster eats it that's kind of yeah yeah right well we have those uh, old canned goods we could feed that to the monster too oh that would probably kill it yeah professor yeah it's lethal that's that's very old canned stuff it's probably quite poisonous Unless you're oh, Norwegian. If you're a Norwegian, you might be able to eat, but most Norwegian Kraken. Oh dear. All right. Um you head up to the next floor. We should keep an eye out um, for the, the the native princess's stuff effects too. Mm. She must have had a boudoir or something, maybe. Uh you head up to the next floor. And uh this also has kind of an acrid, oily smell to it. Uh there are Two or three barrels that are unopened that are against the wall and there are maybe five barrels that have been opened and the smells coming kind of from them uh you know whatever little bit of oil is in there uh there's also a large bit of machinery that's mm-hmm. directly in the center of the room oh, and a yeah. big metal bar going yeah. up through the ceiling um uh go ahead and do uh uh i mean you don't have to do uh, you can do a spot here what do you what do you guys want to do in this room just ask that what is it does have like little turning wheels or something does it look like it's made for controlling the light well once again yes you're you're pretty sure it's the mechanism that would run the light um but uh it's obviously not working yeah Uh, it's it's dusty and there's kind of a coat of oil that's made every all the dust and dirt stick to it. Yeah. Um, but that. once again, Bruno, it's fascinating to you, this big mechanism. Um, yeah. It's not in bad condition. It's just dirty. So if you if you wanted to work on it, you could probably get the light to work if you wanted to. Yeah. There's not really any reason to, but well, could could we signal the shore with the light if we pointed it? If the light area? suddenly started going, yeah, people, the people on the shore would notice it. Okay, for sure. yeah, 
right. But we're only about a mile and a half out. So we would be signaling Innsmouth. Even they would probably want to figure out what was happening. Yeah, but when they arrived, we did. We are criminals. Well, no, we're not. What what are you talking about? We were never. we're we're following up on 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 this lady's inheritance. Yeah, and and no one saw us this, uh, do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe her. this stuff belongs to her. We're just they right. they may be unpleasant people and and not very friendly, but I'm sure they're not murderous. We may have to bribe some people, and we'll just do that. That's true. That one funny. gentleman seemed rather unreasonable. Well, he's one among many. It's true. It's true. So yeah, I could get it working, but we could also just use the flares to signal if they still work. Mm. Well, yeah. we have limited flares. We have limited yeah. flares. I, I you have a you have a backup plan. Yeah, mm. I could. So, I know so this thing. oil is probably for actually running the lamp. So if you get that working, and we use the oil that's in the good containers, we could probably light the lamp. Mm. And as there, long as yeah. the Fresnel's not damaged, it's it's going to be powerful. Uh, do are you sort of surveying the room? Are you looking around? Yeah. You know, what's I'm there? looking at the this, machine, definitely. Do spot hiddens. Ooh, 91. Well, if you're looking I at the machine, nothing. you don't... Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. <laughs> Regular success. Complete failure. Yeah. David? Oh, you I also got fail. failed. Yeah, I failed too. Tobias, so you're looking around Everything is kind of sticky because of the mm-hmm. oil and it's old oil. If it was fresh oil, it would be all slip slippery, but it's mm-hmm. it's sticky. Um, and you can see stains on the ground from the oil. Mm-hmm. Um, things get spilled and so forth. And um, you 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 the, the way they're sort of piled up and stacked. There might be stuff behind them that you can't quite see. So. You grab one of the barrels uh, that doesn't have a top on it. It's 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 open. And you yeah. sort of roll it sideways. And when you do yeah. that, there's an odd clank, 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 clank noise when you roll it. Like there's I something mean, in the barrel. In the barrel. Okay, um, I'll roll up my sleeve. <laughs> well, there's there's no oil in it, but oh, oh okay. Um, All right. I'll just look it's kind it. of you know it's it's not exactly brightly lit in here either. Edward, could you bring a light over here for a moment? Sure, certainly. Just cast it in this barrel here. Let's see what's in here. Oh, yeah. So you look down in the barrel. There are bricks in the bottom of it. Um, they're, bricks? They're, they're old. They're black because they're covered in in slime. Uh, but they're about the size of a brick. Okay. Um I'll get a piece of cloth so I don't have to get my hand too dirty and I'll reach in and I'll pull one out so we can get a better look at it. You you pull it out and you think this is some kind of uh, like brick, but as you, you're wiping the stuff off of it, you realize these these aren't building bricks. Oh, these are blocks of silver. silver. Yes. Yeah. We're rich. Yeah. Well, no, there's, this a couple is of, there's a couple of <laughs> dozen of them. Huh. You start oh. looking around the room and you see that there's quite a lot of silver in this room. 
you also find a little kind of a kit. And the kit is for melting down uh, the metal and pouring it into ingots. Um, these are big ingots. But so yeah, there's. Where did he get it from, though? From the oil in the oil. No, 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 no. He got the silver. But remember, we were thinking maybe it was a pirate treasure or something. Right, some so whatever mining. delivered the oil delivered the ingots along with it. Oh, do do a spot hidden for me, all of you now, because you're uh, talking about it, obviously. Yeah. Ten. Now that money is involved, the professor is a lot more keen. <laughs> professor <sunset>. is activated. <laughs> yeah. Well, what did he find? Yeah. Okay. Who who passed? Uh, just a regular success. Yeah. Got a professor ten. Got a yeah, got a good one. So you found a a whole bunch of silver, and you turn to Moira to say, "Look what we found." And she's not there. Where, 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 where's your young lady, you think, Bruno? Do you think maybe she stayed in the room below? Or yeah, oh, what's she, going she, well, she was there when we showed her the picture, right? Yeah. Downstairs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was quite surprised and uh, flabbergasted by the And then is Dewey maybe she's still looking at the her? painting. Is Dewey what's sticking that? with her? Dewey? Uh, what's your question? Oh, Dewey. Uh, Dewey? Yeah. Yeah, where's Dewey? Do was Dewey with her? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Dewey's kind of with you guys. Yeah. Oh, okay, so right. Dewey saw the ingot. Like Dewey saw the. You know ingot. what? Let's say that Dewey stayed on the bottom because he's okay. very upset about his. Yeah, problem. that's fair. The professor should see if Dewey yeah. needs to die or not. Okay. He doesn't yeah. need to die. He just lost his professor. boat. We should give him one. <laughs> it's true. Oh my goodness! Come on, uh, have a heart. We should see. Finances are involved, Bruno. Okay. Finances. I'm a little worried about Miss Marish. I, I, I don't know what kind of mental state she's in. Perhaps we should see what she's up to. Although yeah. I really wanted to look at the Fresnels. I mean, she must be. Oh, you, you're pretty sure the next level is the the light. Uh, I could go find her. Yeah, Bruno, go could, check on her. She you likes guys you. could stay up here. Okay. I mean, she has to be pleased to, to at least find. She might be in a state of shock, though. I mean, this is a lot of stuff to take in. Seriously, she's. I, mean, I would more, be. <laughs> she's going to be more shocked when she finds out she's rich. So, Bruno, you're going to go try to find her. Um, what kind of is going through your mind, Bruno? Is you know, it'd be kind of fun to live out on a lighthouse and have all <laughs> this big giant machinery and run all this stuff. It's kind of the mechanic's dream. Um, as you are looking for her. Uh, the other four of you are going to go up to the next level. Yeah. So the next level, there is a hatch. And the hatch is this way. As you get up to the stair, you un unlock the hatch and you throw it back. It it creaks, you know, on its metal hinges. And the stairs then continue just a little bit up onto the platform. So the platform is kind of what you expect. It is a it's a flat platform. Uh, there is glass to your right, okay, and you are in a glass room. The glass room is round. It's the top of the thing. The glass is here, and then to your left is the Fre Fresnel lens in the center of the room. It's a big, beautiful, carved, thick glass uh, structure. Uh, and in this case, it has an oil flame uh, 
thing in the center of it. So the oil would feed the flame and the flame would be reflected to the French element was in. And part of that is mirrored so that mm -hmm. it reflects, you know, the light out the front and sends the beam around. Um, once again, it's all dirty, it's all dusty. Mm -hmm. um, and then there is a is a door in the glass uh, that opens up onto the the walk, the catwalk that goes around the outside of that, which overhangs the 80 foot drop down. Yeah, to I'm the not going out there. Ocean. <laughs> uh, but you now have this landscape. Uh, you can see the ocean all the way around you. Um, uh, the fog seems to have lifted and it seems to have cleared. Uh, if you look very hard, squinty, you can see where Innsmouth would be. You might actually be able to see Kingsport. Uh, you're definitely sure that at night, with the lights on in the, in the, the towns, you would be able to see the, the lights from the towns. You know, we, um, we could try getting Kingsport's attention if you're worried about Innsmouth. Maybe they would be less unfriendly. <laughs> Well, I mean, we, you're we not going to have much of a way. If you set up a signal, it's going to be seen by <laughs> everybody. Yeah, that's fine. Everyone I'll give them the, the newspapers. Um, uh, so you're going to start to explore this part. Um, yeah. Actually, actually, it's worse than I said. You're on a top of an 80-foot lighthouse that's already 80 feet above the ocean. Oh, good so You're, you're 160 feet above <laughs> yeah. the, the ocean. Steady, man, steady. Um, yeah, I'm not going out on that catwalk. I'm telling you that. <laughs> uh, the lamp, the, uh, the uh, oil lamp seems to be in fairly good condition. Mm -hmm. Once again, for, for Bruno, well, Bruno's not there. Bruno's gone You could down. fix this, though, I'm sure. Um, yeah, you could fix this. It wouldn't be that that hard to do. Everything is in, in decent condition. Um, now, as you're, as you're sitting there, and of course, you're a little bit dis, you know, the, 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 the height, so forth. Mm -hmm. uh, you come into the, the, the chamber and you start walking a bit around of it you know as you mm -hmm. go um you can now see back down and you can see the uh the wasp in between the two rocks and you can see yep. the other rock out there oh where the um, thingy is yeah well there is no longer any kind of foghorn there oh, okay but that's where it would have been would have been would have been okay. um and do a spot hidden for me yeah, have you one there? Yeah, I guess. I'll yeah, if you're up there they're walking looking. around. Yeah. Yeah. Sixteen. Nope. See nothing. Fifty-two. Sixteen. Aha! Finally, I make. Aha! A... It's it's a hard too. A hard. Okay. Oh, okay. So Edward, as you're looking down, you see Moira. Uh, she's crossing the wasp, and she's starting to go up the other little stair the carved rock stairs up onto the other part of the island. Mm. There's more. Mm. Uh, to, to the foghorn, I see. Um, meanwhile, Bruno, you're wandering around inside the lighthouse, unable to find uh, Moira. Uh, either she went out the front door. Well, she would have had to have gone out the front door. Yeah. Either you're going to follow her out or you're going to just say, I don't know where she is and go back upstairs. I actually was going to check by the foghorn mm. even before because I just assumed she went up there. 
Okay. For some reason, I don't know why. Is it just so, or is the other fisherman also there too? Like Dewey? No, Dewey's still downstairs. Okay. Can can we see a great? Dewey's not much. There? Dewey's not much in the story. He's just <laughs> yeah. He's 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 crying. He's just, yeah, poor guy. I feel right. Do do we see a gravesite or anything like a stone or something? Because I was mm -hmm. sort of nothing. Okay. Hmm. Without binoculars, it would be hard to. Okay. You know, see, you're just using the naked eye. Um. Eventually, you see Bruno come out of the lighthouse, but by then, um, she's gotten there. Uh, you're not. I don't know. Are you really watching her, or are you still exploring up here? You know where she is. Well, what kind of state does she look in? Does she seem like she's too far away to tell? She almost she looks like she's exploring. Right. So she doesn't look like weird. She's just kind of like I'm checking the place out kind of. Right. That might be dangerous for her to explore by herself. Maybe one or well, two of us could go over. Well, and... do we see Bruno yet? Because if he does, we'll yell down to him and point if that helps. Um yeah now recall he's 80 feet away the wind is blowing oh shoot um, i can do a list you might be able to yeah you'd have to also go out on the outside of the uh, the uh no, somebody else want no. to do that <laughs> no i i failed my listen anyway so oh, yeah, I'm, not, not okay. I'm not going out on that catwalk so he's going to explore after her does, okay. does, um, does, the, does the catwalk look that rickety or does it no it's, it's, feet up it's iron it's uh, yeah yeah it's it doesn't iron. look it eroded looks... yeah if it doesn't look eroded yeah i'll go over to that okay so you open the little glass door yeah and uh it opens up it's windy so the wind blows in and uh the the sense of vertigo you know becomes very strong because the uh the 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 catwalk, the, the walkway around it, um, it's not solid. It's made of, it's like a catwalk. So yeah. you can see right past your feet, uh, straight down. Oh, yeah, I'm um, used to that. But <laughs> it looks it looks pretty stable. It's been stable in the air. Uh, you can get out there. The noise from the wind is, is a little loud in your ears. Um, what did you want to do out there? Um, and this goes all the way over to where the landing where moira is no you're on the top of the light it, it does a 360 oh, around oh, the lighthouse oh got it got it got it so i'll i'll traverse it just to check to make sure there's nothing no outside okay. damage or you can, you can see some places where it's getting a little worn a little rusty um but from your perspective where you are uh moira would be about 200 feet away in one direction and you're about 80 feet above mm. her level yeah so yeah so she's way she's half she's a football field away from you yeah yeah okay all right um all right, yeah. but do, as do you, you do see that, any boats ed do you see any boats around yeah i mean i'm i'm checking around the view yeah you see nothing but when you're looking over towards moira yeah um you you look down you can see bruno who's gotten to the base of those steps and he's starting to go up and you seem to have lost track of moira um did she go behind something or around a corner of rock or something but you can no longer see moira well, you can see bruno climbing up 
Meanwhile, when you open up that little glass door to go out and the wind sort of blows, um, those of you still in the lighthouse top, you hear the sound of rustling paper, yeah. like like wind blowing against a, a book and flipping the pages all of a sudden. It, it, the, the same else hear that. Yeah, I'll look for the book. Yeah. You you look around and sitting on the uh, on the uh, uh, the housing for the lamp. There is a small journal looking. Aha. And the wind has flipped some of the pages. Professor, the answers are here. Like all answers, they are in books. Yes. Yeah. So it's a fairly thick book. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's well written. Uh, there are blank pages at the end of it. Mm -hmm. uh, it looks like uh, it's in the same handwriting as the log downstairs. So you're pretty sure it's... Uh, it's tags uh, handwriting. Mm -hmm. um, the first, uh, you're going to need some time. Let's give you, let's say it takes you half an hour as you guys are kind of up here. Uh, most of it is mundane, boring, nonsense. Um, uh, but you find enough of it that you start piecing together this story. So I'll give you that to begin with. Professor, do you want to read this one? Oh, yep, I can. <clears throat> 1822. The lighthouse is a grave responsibility, but it does give me daylight time to indulge my arts. When I am not alone, I am forced to keep company with a crude ex-sailor named Andrew Muir. He is uneducated and a bore. He has contempt for my paintings. Everything he does vexes me. Why will he not leave me alone? I fear my I may have misjudged how to find my longed-for solitude. 1822. Our mutual contempt has given birth to isolation. It has been four months since I last spoke to Muir. He leaves notes when it is my turn to fetch supplies or meet the boat. We manage day by day to make our repairs in silence. Two years pass. 1824. The foghorn is now in place. Just another dolorous sound to this lonely hell. At least Muir had to speak to me while we repaired it. In spite of my loathing for him, his voice was welcome. It has been too long since I heard anything that did not fill me with desolation. The sea is never quiet. I will leave this godforsaken place at the next opportunity. 1824. I swear upon my soul I heard a woman's voice. She sang to me alone, not to Muir. That vile man's ears were not meant to hear it. Later in the day, Muir spoke to me, and the contrast of his voice was like a braying jackass in, in contrast. I hate his timber even more than his insolence. The foghorn has broken again. 1824. I have seen her. I almost thought her a ghost. She is beautiful, like a tribal Nantucket native, tall and elegant, her hair long and unbound, uh, uh, as wild as the sea. She touched me and I was filled with ecstasy, but she vanished before I could regain my composure and my senses. 1824. I have talked with her now at length. 
She despises that offensive pig mirror as much as I do. She understands my heart and speaks of her long loneliness. I want to save her from her loneliness, and she wants to save me from mine. She wants me to be free. She encourages me to indulge in those primal urges I've suppressed for two years, to rid myself of this pain. I shall do it tonight. Skiven Rock is a treacherous place, so easy for a man to slip and fall into the angry sea. Dear, the authorities are satisfied of my, in of my innocence, but I may have played it too fine. No one trusts me now. Noah's assistance will return with me to that lonely rock. The work shall be harder, but I must return to my beloved. From now onwards, Senawi will be my only companion. Huh, see, gentlemen, we have a name. 1825, Senawi showed me a terrible sea monster she called Idra. I, shall, I am shaken to my soul. Goddess of the sea, great mermaid. I, I can speak no more. 1825, Sanawi has made another request. What can I do but obey her? I shall extinguish the light and the goddess Idra shall feed. I, I do not understand her connection. What does it matter? Two years pass, 1827. Again, I have been her accomplice. I occulted the light at the cost of 13 men. I could hear the crash, their terrible screams above the storm. The authorities, the authorities will ask questions. A year later, 1828, quote, Love looks not with the eyes, but with the mind, and therefore is winged Cupid paint the blind, end quote. Thus speaks the bard of Avon. Now I know it is true. Her true shape shall be repulsive. She is not human at all, cold and wet, slippery and dank. But I shall love her all the same. 1829. The storm raged and nine sailing men were given to it. I obey my love and I am horrified at what I do. But I cannot do otherwise. 1831. Sixteen sacrificed. Idra gave us their loot in return, uh, as she always does. Still, what good does it do me if I gain the world and lose my soul? 1833. Fourteen more are given to Idra. I have become inured to it all. I'm sure my soul is dead. Last entry, 1835. Not the last entry. Oh, not the last entry, 1835. Twenty-eight drowned. One man managed to swim to the rock. I stood at the door as Sinawi dragged him kicking and screaming back into the waters. His eyes will haunt me forever. 1837, two, year more, two more years have passed. Sinawi is with child. I, I do not know what to expect. I shall have to provide somehow. I will set up an account in Arkham with what I have gathered. It is quite a lot. I shall use a synonym. Nine months pass, 1838. The birth was difficult and painful. I was filled with worry for my love and my child. 
I prayed not to lose them. When the child came forth, it, it, it was not like her. The boy is a human. Sanawi looked upon him with contempt and raged. She called upon a curse sent by Yidra for our failure to provide an adequate sacrifice. I was terrified for the child, for my son. I, I fled with him while she recovered. I hailed a, fishing fi a passing fisherman who took me to port. Sanawi must not be allowed to harm the boy. My soul is lost, but I will not permit the damnation of my son. 1838. Winston, my son, is safe with the widow Brooks. I hope she loves him and educates him. It is the only hope he has. I doubt I will ever see him again. I have at least made sure he will not be poor. After everything was set up, I did not know where to turn. Old Captain Averhill was sympathetic to my situation. He graciously taught me some of his magic. And now, shamefully, I plan to betray the mother of my child. I have written out the spell, lest I forget some nuance. But the other thing he gave me, the summoning pipe, requires no words. 1838. It is the end. I have failed. She read my eyes and knew what I was planning. And so, neither basement ritual nor hurling the powder did affect her. See there, Bruno. Actually, Bruno's in here. I, I, I will have to caution him later about eating powder. <clears throat> um, neither hurling the powder will affect her. My stratagems have doomed me. She lives and her anger is unbound. She's just outside the main hatch, summoning another of her storms. Her fury hammers Skiven Rock. I've climbed up to the top. She is so powerful. I can see her far below, her hair wild like the wind. Love looks not with the eyes, but with the mind. I love her. I cannot, even now, reject my heart. I love her, my Circe, my Sinawi. But I deserve my fate. I leave my declaration here in this journal. This time for my own light to be occulted. I will go down now and open the door. The end. Oh, dear gentlemen. Our young lady here is a, a product of sin. Of the darkest murderous sin. But I see there's lots of monies involved, huh? Fascinating. But if, if if she rejected her her child, she's not going to care for her great great grandchild, is she? Either. That's potentially Thank true. Do we believe this nonsense? I mean, we've seen. We saw the, the monster. There's the silver. You think that is the Yidra? That thing out there, yeah. Yeah, that could be it. It fits so what we, we know. Sorry. So meanwhile, while you guys are contemplating that, Bruno, you get to the stop of the the top of the stone steps onto the other part of uh, Skibburn Rock. You don't see anyone. The rock has been blasted by the the wind and the water. Um, it's mostly flat or or, or slightly curved. You know, it's a, a lump. Um, and as you look around, oh, you don't see. Uh, you don't see Moira anywhere, but as you cross the rock, there is a large place where there is kind of a 
Well, you know what they'd call it, uh, a, a stone chimney. It's it's not a chimney. It's a place in the rock where the yeah. ocean down below, you know, sort of vents up. You can see a very large one of these. Uh, it's, uh, I mean, it's it's about three feet across. And uh, when you stand above it, you can you can feel the the water, the air coming from below. You can hear the ocean down inside of it. So there must be caves or something down there. This part of the island must be at least partly hollow. But after walking around a bit, you don't see Moira anywhere. There's not really anywhere she could have gone unless she decided to climb down in this hole. Hmm. And it looks Weird. kind of treacherous. Well, I'm not going to climb down in there. At least not okay. as of now. You you look back towards the... Uh, uh, you look back towards the lighthouse, and you can see Edward standing on the railing, looking in your direction. Okay, I'll, I'll go back up and meet up with them. Okay, so you start heading back. Uh, you know, you cross the wasp, you go back up the other stairs, and you you head up into the uh, lighthouse. Uh, you go to the top, and you find them fascinated by this book they're reading. This. Uh, Journal. Are you guys sure Moira isn't up here with you guys? Did she come back while I was looking? She, she was there, young man. We yes, she. How the hell is she? We've uncovered some some dark did. news, and that thing you put in your in your on your tongue. Best not to do it next time. Some kind of voodoo powder or something like that. Voodoo, oh dear. It's it's mojo powder of some kind. What we discovered, Bruno, is that apparently Moira's grandparents were not entirely great grandmother mm -hmm. was not entirely human. She seduced Tag, led Tag to not just murder Andrew Muir, but also turn off the lights to lure innocent sailors to their doom to feed that kraken we saw. And then the uh, unholy fruit of their union. Well, that's crazy talk. What I you're saying right now is crazy talk. We have talking crazy to me. The facts we have. The source you of the saw silver. That Kraken, Bruno. The source of the silver. The monster paid from the deaths of the sailors. Yeah, you know How your you letters. Know? And I it's all in the book. book. It's his confession. He's confessed it all. Take a look. Yeah, he Bruno. went crazy. He went crazy. He's crazy. Okay. He went crazy. He turned the light off. He killed his partner. He turned the light and off. And ships crashed. Had the a island. wife that she had to come from somewhere. There was a woman, and the woman was a demoness of some kind, a sea demoness of some kind. Even if he was insane, there will be some truth in this writing. There must You're have been awfully, a woman somewhere. Awfully credulous to this crazed lunatic. You saw murderer. the you saw the monster, Bruno. It was an ocean creature. Sorry, it ate a boat. We we yeah. should really you, you can discuss this. I, I'm going out there looking for for Moira. Uh, she could have fallen. It's wet. It's slippery. She could be in danger. We that, should go out. Right there was there rescue. was a pit that looked like you could fall in it. We should go out and check there. Yeah, let's at least well, let's, two of let's, us. Let's bring the ropes and rope? stuff. Then. Yep. Yeah, we have like yeah. metal chains and stuff, so we don't yeah. get just the rope. Yeah. Okay. And I have new boots. They look good, Professor. Thank you. They do look good. Yeah, they're yeah. very sharp. The Tim. So you, you all head 
I assume you're all heading, all going. I'm headed. Uh, yeah. Uh, Bruno, they give you the the log, so the or the book, so that you can look at it yourself and see what it says. You guys get to the bottom of the lighthouse, and you start walking down the stairs, and you get to the wasp, and just about the time you cross the wasp and get to the bottom step going up, uh, you see Moira suddenly appear at the top of the the stone steps. And good. she just she starts coming down towards you. And uh, as she comes down towards you, uh, she says, uh, did you find anything? Miss Brooks, perhaps we should discuss this inside. Of course. Yes. Miss, Miss Brooks, did you find anything? I had a. I had a strange feeling. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll tell you about it when we get inside. May I also see your necklace again, uh, Miss Brooks? I want to compare it against mm -hmm. the, the painting a little bit more, if that's okay. It was the same. It was absolutely the same. M may I, I see I mean, it, it must have been something that Tag, well, she's wearing it since right here. Okay. Um, so she won't it must take it have off. Been, she'll take it off if you want her to. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, she says it was something that... Uh, that my uh, that uh, tag uh, must have given, or must have you know left in the box for my great great grandmother. Perhaps take it off, and then then we shall we shall talk. There's much to discuss. So the woman, um, I believe she must have been somebody who was stranded here. Why do you think that? Well, I just sort of have this feeling because, I mean, how would a woman get out here onto the rock? Yeah. Um, and as you're you're going back into the, the bottom part, she's like, I think what happened was her people uh, might not have trusted her anymore. And they... They 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 put her on this rock and they trapped yeah. her here. Okay. And uh and my you know great grandfather, great great grandfather fell in love with her and they lived here. And uh yeah. somehow uh he got Winston off the island and uh, uh gave him to Miss Brooks, and that's that's how we're tracing it back. That is the most interesting theory. Um, and the monster, I think the monster is magic. I think the monster was, was put out there to keep her on the island. I see. Do you think the, the, the tribe that, that, that abandoned her here Called the monster to keep her here. Yes, that's and they're commanding such they're, creatures. Powerful. There, there, there may be a way, you know, to get rid of the monster. Although I don't know how. Well, Tag clearly left. He was okay. He made it out, but he seemed to have a deal with the monster at that time. Maybe that's it. 
Did you find anything up top? Pointing to where the uh, nothing, nothing really significant. Mm-hmm. Well, just in case, once uh, you know we're, we're more secure, we can all go out and do another exploration, just so we canvas every inch. Well, I mean, I I don't think that's that you need to do that. But uh, did you find anything else in the lighthouse? We think that the light is operational. We might be able to call for help. That is good news. Well, except you know, the monster. You wouldn't want to bring anyone here with that oh, monster. Oh, we have dynamite, there. so perhaps we can use that to fight and another monster. Yes, and rockets. Maybe. Maybe something like that would work. Mm. If only we had magic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> magic. Yeah. In, in any event, uh, but perhaps we are tired. Perhaps we should lunch a little bit. Um, you know, while while we think of next thing, next steps. Mm, Did you I, find anything else? I mean, there's I, supposed I, to be a flute here, right? A magical mm-hmm. flute, and we found the powder, right? Blue? What? What are you talking about, Bruno? Loot? What? The journal, the pipe. What? Huh? Journal? It was in the journal. Magical. What journal? Pipe? Am I am I am I tripping here? You have a journal? Pipe? Yeah. Do you hand her the journal? Yeah, I'll give her the journal. Yeah. She takes it very quickly and starts to read it. Um uh, so we're not going to protect your mm-hmm. sanity at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> would would uh, go ahead? Oh no, I was just thinking. What was Bruno present for the journal reading? No, we, we, he showed he him. Just gave it to me. Yeah, we yeah, showed him. Afterwards. Was there okay? Sorry, Tom. Was there something in there about a pipe? I there don't was remember. a pipe. There was a pipe. There yeah. was a pipe. A summoning yeah. pipe. He, he said oh, that the powder some... that he had gotten yeah. something from uh, Captain uh, Averill. Yeah. In mm-hmm. Innsmouth. Yeah, right. I was just and playing he, dumb, so yeah. That he had copied down the spell mm-hmm. and that uh there was a pipe. And there's and a ritual the didn't uh, work. at the basement, so oh, there's probably the, like sig- sigils and stuff like that. Yeah. I think okay, well the cat's out of the bag because she's yeah. reading the book. I think we yep. should go yeah. check out that that hole that Bruno saw. Right. Bruno saw and um, also check out the basement to see the ritual site. She says, um, um it's pretty treacherous over there mm-hmm. you know um i'd suggest you just there's nothing over there um, you might have missed something madame i uh, uh i didn't get to see the top couple of floors so i'm going to go up and and see what's there perhaps someone uh, should you know go with you just to yeah. just be safe yeah, you can see keep her safe yeah clearly this is the writing of a madman so we didn't That's want fine. to frighten you you see yeah i'll um, go there Ah, mm. uh, you guys can do psychology rules at this point. Yeah. Oh, oh I'm good. Yeah. I mean, she's oh, lying through her teeth. So yeah. yeah. Oh, but the professor sees nothing. That's a solid success. Oh, well done. Oh, good. Okay. Well. Yeah. We're relying on you, Edward. What did you forget? She's out? hiding everything. She has the weeby jeebies on someone. Yep. Yeah. She. You interpret that, the whole, uh, reading the journal and everything. There's part of this whole shebang 
that she doesn't act surprised. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. She's she way acts, too calm. She acts, yeah, kind of um um uh, starry-eyed, mm. you know, about the whole thing. Um She did, of course, take back her necklace and put it on. Um, mm. She, uh, as she's, you know, climbing up the stairs with you, um, Edward, you get the distinct feeling like the whole Moira, oh, I'm a poor, defenseless little woman. Could you please help me? That's all gone away. And it's like, she doesn't give a shit if you're following her up the stairs. She's got a purpose. She's doing something. Yeah, she, she's looking for the flute. She's, she's almost ignoring that you're following. She's not trying the, the to stay flute. at your pace. Mm. She's the flute and the spell. Going. Okay. So up she goes. And uh, at, at each level, she's kind of looking around, uh, trying to find something. Um. And you can sort of tell by the moment that she gives up looking uh, that it's, it's probably not something tiny that she's looking for. When she at last gets to the machine room up at the top, she finds the silver. And that's where her eyes, mm. you know, she suddenly realizes I'm rich. I've got this silver. Uh, technically, it belongs to me because, you know, my Why does it belong to her? Well, that's what she feels. Mm. Yeah, I think it is. Um, and uh, even though you're there with her, Edward, uh, you know, protecting her, she she's ob almost oblivious to you there. Um, she seems to have no concern for what the rest of you were doing, uh, but she has now uh, found the money, the treasure that she is probably been looking for all along is she just like getting all messy with all the oil and just well, pulling it out she's or? pulling it out and she's now counting it and she's organizing mm -hmm. it and trying to figure out how she's going to get it off the island and all of that um so it's more seems greed oriented than yeah yeah how well oh, how well did you roll did you get a hard uh, uh no it was a 36 out of a 45. Should I dump some? Do you want to, do you want to try, you want to luck to get your hard? Oh, phooey. That was bad. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah. Okay. Geez, that's a lot of luck. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, uh, he has a call one moment. I think he got it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Yes, I'm spending the luck. This is probably a bad call, but <laughs> well, okay. not. in your opinion, at this point, too many little things have sort of fallen into place with a lot of coincidences. You start to develop the idea that she knew something all along that she. Mm tricked you into finding a way to get to the island safely that she probably already knew 
at least a little something about the island and maybe something more. She just needed that chart and she couldn't get it. She couldn't get it because the people in Innsmouth were already pissed off at her. Yeah. And she duped you guys into doing it because at this moment, she doesn't seem grateful or happy about you there at all. She just wants to get what she came there for. So yeah. the other the other four guys, you guys are downstairs. What were you going to do? Basement check out or that, or yeah, the pit, I think, rock. in case there was something down there. Right. And, and her denial of its importance makes me all the more curious as to what yeah. wasn't. Okay, so now I will say, now, now, young yeah. man, young Bruno, now you see the true face of this young lady. What? What do you mean? Well, you that? didn't hear all of that, so yeah, <laughs> yeah I, did, I, right. I did not hear that. I mean, I mean, look, look, look at how quickly she's, you know, gone after whatever she's. She is acting rather odd. Yeah, she is acting unusual. If you read that know. journal about your parents or your lineage, would you not be more shocked? Yeah. So maybe Bruno okay. wouldn't so, be shocked. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Mama, you know, Mama was weird. So basement or Don't let your Mama hear her. Or are you going to say that? Uh, we're going to check out. I, that we shouldn't yeah. split up. I think we should go check out the mm. hole, though, because there's yeah. something that she saw that she didn't want us to know about. I'm sure. sure. Yeah. Okay. So you guys, once again, you leave the lighthouse. Uh, you you cross, you go down the stairs. You cross the 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 dock area. You go back up the other stairs and onto this rock. Bruno shows you where this hole is. Um. It looks like it goes almost straight down, mm -hmm. um, and it's rough. So you could, in theory, you know, like you're climbing down into a well. Of course, a well is smooth. This you'd actually have handy holds to go down into it. Or do you want to do something else? Do you want to use a rope or a, yeah, yeah definitely rope. Let's rope safe, down. safe. Yeah. There's not much to tie a rope to, but you eventually find something that is part of the rock itself so that it doesn't slip off when you go down. So who's going down first? Is any of us actually a good climber? Okay, Bruno, I guess. Yeah. Actually, Bruno, are any of you are any of you fat? No. Because your sizes uh, are regular. Yeah, let me look at my size. I think my size is big. I think I'm 50. Yeah, you can just decide whether. Yeah, it's sixty-five, so it's not. It'll easy. be a little bit of a tight. Well, you're yeah. not probably not fat, but you're muscular. Right. Um, yeah, you're bulky. Yeah, it is a. It, it's only about three feet across, so it's mm. kind of a tight fit, uh, rather claustrophobic fit. All right, so who's going down first? Uh, Bruno with the light, and we're going to make sure. Oh, David. David, yeah, you could go down David. first, David. Sure. All right. Yeah. Okay, David's a surveyor, small. so he's yeah. kind of used to right. climbing around on rocks. And things okay. Like that. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, you can do a dex roll with a, well, you can do a climb roll or a dex roll, and you can use a bonus dice. Okay. A dex is a little bit higher, so. Okay. Hmm. 26. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's a hard success. So you fairly easily shimmered, shimmy down the rope. Um, the rope drops. Well, the the you, you go down almost forty feet, 
And about halfway down, it opens up into what seems to be a bit of a cavern. Um, so you come out the roof of this cavern and you go down to the ground. The ground is rock and sand and dirt. Uh, most of it is pretty uh, uh, dry, uh, except that you can tell that probably at high tide, this might fill up a bit. Um, what source of light did you take? You take the lantern? Um, did we bring the lantern with us? I think Ed gave one of us the lantern, right? You can say that you have a lantern. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've you can say a, you have more than one lantern. I mean, yeah. we would have yeah. brought it. We have, we have flashlights, too. If yeah. we're going in a hole, right? We have flashlights. Yeah. Okay. So when you get to the bottom, it's fairly flat. It's like a sandy beach inside the cave. Uh, you can hear you can hear the ocean. You can see that there is, uh, on one side, you can see where the rock comes down almost to the water, and you can see a little bit of sky sort of shining in. So there's a tunnel going out, mm. and there is air coming in, which is flowing up the, the tunnel. But you can also see that there are other parts of the cave that go into the water and are submerged. So there's probably a continuation of under underwater cave uh, inside here. But you're fairly high and dry. And as you look around, you notice that there are cave paintings inside here. They look primitive. They look like, uh, you know, the kind of stuff you'd see in uh, like the Cro-Magnon caves and things like that. Um, by now, the second person, whoever comes second, comes down. Uh, the third and the fourth. You you guys are now all down there, except for, except uh, Edward, who's still up in the the tower. You look at these. You you seem to sort of notice uh, a story that is uh, told in these pictographs. Um, it shows what seems to be an underwater city. It's definitely below the waves. And this, what you're guessing is Skivern Rock was some sort of sacred place. Um, you see one entity living here, and she looks like she is a female, but she has fish features, um, fish or frog sort of features. Then you see sort of a depiction of the land, uh, the coastline, and what you're guessing are American Indians on the coastline. And the two sides make friends. You see the fish people and the, the land people making friends uh, and following a kind of pattern of exchange between the two of them, trade, exchange, uh, food from the sea, food from the land. Uh, and everything seems to get along pretty well. Um, there is one disturbing sort of picture uh, where this uh, priestess uh, of this, whatever this religion, uh, that she is, you know, raising her hands and there is a gigantic fish god or goddess uh, that comes to the island and they, they pray to this. And then it seems like the, the paintings on the wall, you know, there's not very many of them, and they kind of slow down, and eventually nobody's painting anymore. 
pictures on the wall. And the last picture is one of the priestess. Uh, looks like she's falling asleep or laying down. She's like a sleeping beauty, except that she's a fish frog lady. And that's the end of the, the story. These look very old, very ancient. Do, do we see depictions of the medallion or, or anything like that in the picture well, or, or the priestess? All of, all of the all of the creatures depicted, except for the Native Americans, do seem to have that kind of a face, mm. you know, uh, as depicted on there. And the priestess is definitely wearing something. They're not quite that detailed. Um, So as you were standing there, uh, I'd like you to have alertness rolls to me. We'll call it luck. Oh, dear. Oh, luck. On. Ooh, 17 pass. I did not pass. No. Nope. 95. Ooh, Professor. He's on the ball again. <laughs> so who got the best roll? 17. I got my lucky boots on, so yeah. Must be the lucky boots. Yes. Professor, you're fascinated, of course, by these mm. uh, these pictographs on the wall. And right. as you turn to look, you realize that the beautiful uh, woman is standing behind you, not directly behind you, but she's standing on the other side of the cave, and she is. Uh, it looks like she has just walked up out of the water oh like james bond one, bond girl thing walking out also. yeah from one of these under underground uh water caves yeah um she's standing there she is stunningly beautiful um her long black hair almost to the ground uh and she's just staring at you like she's never seen people like you before mm. Um, Sinawi? Her eyebrows go up. And inside your mind, you sort of hear a voice. Um, it's speaking in English. Hmm. And it sort of has a Nantucket accent to it. Hmm. Uh, but at the same time, it seems primitive, like she learned that language. And she says, how do you know my name? We have heard or we have read writings of you. And then I sort of gesture to, to everyone else to look behind. Um, and we to, turn around. Yeah. Why are you here? We were asked to come. We apologize if we intrude on your peace. My name is Sharon. She, she looks at you. There's, there's a look of obvious distrust in mm. her eyes. And she just suddenly turns. And as she turns, 
she does a very graceful sort of dive back into the water and bloop, bloop, she's gone. Now, Bruno? Let's cut topside. Well, did you tell her we have her great, great grand? Well, that might not be a good idea. Let's get topside right now. Let's yeah. get did up. Did you not read the art? Let's, let's, let's talk let's elsewhere, go. young up, man. Up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's a little harder to climb out than it was to climb in. Yeah. Climbing up a rope's not. Oh my so god. That was but so you close. guys get out. You guys get out. Um you you go down the um down the stairs and you're mm -hmm. crossing the wasp again. Okay, Edward. Um you're up up there with her. She has counted the silver and uh the only thing she says to you at one point is, how how can we get this off the island? How do you think it's it's pretty heavy? Well, we'd need a we'd need another boat. It's, well, it shouldn't that be might hard. not be so much of a problem if we can get it, but the monster, the monster's the problem. If we can get rid of the monster. But I also don't want anyone to know about the silver. Especially no, if the Innsmouth folk are the ones who come to get us. It's it's rightfully yours. It's it's your Yeah, the the people in Innsmouth, they wouldn't they wouldn't see it that way. They would just kill us all and take it. How many bars are there? Um let's say there's um twenty-four. Twenty-four? Well, we could each of us could easily you know, have like four bars in our in our possession. We could just we could take it out for you that way. And the way I see it, this this silver is rightfully yours. I mean, do we need a sack or a box or something? And that's going to look really suspicious. But I don't got to figure think, out now. I don't think we'd need a sack or a box if each one of us just simply put a you know put a couple bar like a bar inside each of your coat pockets the the six of us could take it out for you it should it should be no problem all we need to do is get a boat it's almost and, like she's not considering the fact that you guys would carry the silver for her out in her mind uh she's trying to to scheme away she's like you know you know we've got to hide it Maybe we could hide it and then come back for it. But we've got to figure out how to get rid of that monster. Okay, well, de yeah, definitely. Now, I never saw a monster, but did I'm you just read, taking your did you, did you read this journal? Uh, I did not. I was, I, um, uh, a couple of the other gentlemen here that read it, but uh, I, I don't know. It, I've not read it. Look, there was a woman, and the woman was my great-great-great-grandmother, and she basically killed my great-great-grandfather, uh, but not before he got the baby to the land. And that baby was my great-grandfather, so I'm, I'm yeah. related, you understand? I understand. Okay. But the Innsmouth folk, they they have old ways. They have 
things that, I mean, you and I might call the magic. I don't know if it's science or, you know, if you don't understand it, it always seems like magic. Yeah. But they put that creature out there because, uh, well, my great-grandmother was pissed. She was angry, you yeah. know, about this thing with, with Tag. And she went ashore and she caused a lot of problems. So they blocked her path so that she couldn't get off the island. And that's what that monster is. It's a remnant. It's an old remnant of something. And there's got to be a way to get get rid of that thing so that we can leave the island. So, and you have no idea how to get rid of it? Well, the journal says something about a pipe. It says something about some powder. It sounds like, once again, it just sounds like magic to me. Yeah, but I mean, there might be some, there might be more to it because apparently, I mean, there's a big creature out there that I didn't see, but everyone else saw, and I, I'm trusting them quite a bit. Well, so there's, there's dynamite. Maybe we could just blow the damn thing up. That's very old dynamite. Dynamite uh, deteriorates and gets very unstable. So can we find, maybe we need to look for that flute. That flute must be kicking around here somewhere. Yeah, whatever. Um, uh, she just turns and she goes back down the stairs with the silver all nicely, you know, piled up in a corner, but nicely stacked when she's done. Um, but once again, she just sort of walks away with me like she doesn't give a shit about your safety or existence. Oh, yeah. No, I, I definitely does. get that. But I just want to keep a rational conversation going, making it seem like uh, I'm on her side. <laughs> and she and she just sort of ignores you. Yeah. OK, that's good. She gives you the feeling of I don't need partners. You know. Um, so the rest of you are now heading back up the stairs to the, the lighthouse. Um, it's probably at this point about midday. What do you guys how, want to do? How soon? How many hours till uh, till the tide will bring back? No oh, no, one's coming. Right. No oh, one's yeah, coming. No one's, yeah. no one's yeah. coming for us, Edward. It'll no. rise from the sea. Yeah. yeah. Okay. If we get the lighthouse working, we may be able to get people to come and get us, but we have to deal yeah. with. Right. Uh, Let's look at Idra the ritual site. Yeah. So I'll, I'll relay what you know she said in my head and stuff like that to, to yeah. everyone else. We need to yeah. figure out the spell on the pipe. Or the flute. Uh, I mean, are are we all? What is? What does it say in the book exactly? Does it say flute? Because people keep saying flute. A summoning pipe. Yeah. Summoning pipe. Yeah. I mean, are we all agreed that Miss Moira might not always have our best interests in mind, given everything? Very much. Agreed. Bruno, are we agreed on that? No, I haven't seen any evidence to suggest that. <laughs> Who do you oh, think that well, lady that jumped into the water was? Oh. Edward, did you confine your psychological observations to us? Yeah, I, yeah. once I yeah. once we meet downstairs, I, uh, Professor, I think that Mara isn't dangerous because she's a descendant of a horrible fish goddess lady. I think she's just pure greed, like a lot of people in this world. That is something I can relate to absolutely. Unfortunately, you can, Professor. Mm -hmm. But uh, we could do two approaches, Bruno. I'm I'm nowhere near the mechanic you are, but I am mechanically inclined. I 
I could help you. I could assist you in getting the light of the light tower operational mm-hmm. while everyone else maybe looks for the flute or, or the flute, the ritual, the pipe. everything. Yeah. Yeah. How many different forms can a pipe take? By the way, I actually play the clarinet. My character actually has that as a Mm. skill. So if he ever comes up. Um, I mean, downstairs in in that room is where the ritual... Okay, flutes would be kept in a nice box because they're valuable instruments, like a nice wooden box or something like that. We we didn't see anything like that in his personal effects. We just saw things like painting supplies, right? if If it came from a ship captain... Could it be something like a smoking pipe? Oh, okay, yeah, it's true. So that mm. type of pipe is that's or, okay. Or a bosun's whistle. Yeah. Right, okay. Anything that you could blow air through could do it. Okay. I still think, gentlemen, that basement area where the ritual is supposed to take place. Yeah, because he, he he said he drew something, did he? Is that specifically co- what he said? Co- correct. And then he was going to use the powder, the right? Powder. Bruno tasted. Yeah. Yeah, we got the powder. We don't know what the spell was because we never found the spell. Mm, it's written somewhere. It's written somewhere, maybe. Mm. We don't know where the ritual spot is yet, and we don't know where he hid the pipe. Mm. But what are you guys going to do? Well, fixing the lighthouse is a must regardless. Yeah. So that's... They'll probably I'll take about four right. hours. Yeah, I, I'm, a bit, I'm a bit concerned about Bruno. I like... Do we know him to be a trusting type, or is this out of character for him to be so? I think he's smitten, but I think if you guys, you guys all trust each other, you guys, yeah, each other. I trust oh, okay. Bruno. I trust right. Bruno. I think, right. I but think... is he out of character to to be so struck by? Like, is he so trusting of Moira versus us? Well, I think he. Oh, sorry. Yeah, he doesn't seem to be mesmerized in okay. any way. His okay. his fascination with mechanical devices is right on target for uh, Bruno. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think it's just remember the that time that he has. completely remember that time right. he completely took your car apart. Oh, you came. <laughs> oh that was impressive. <laughs> Managed to put it back together in yeah. just thirteen hours. I <laughs> I still trust Bruno. I think he's just reluctant to understand how greedy Moira is. And I, I think, think I've forgotten uh, what the you know the hormones of young men are like. Let's put it that way. Well, I, I still have them, Professor. Yeah, <laughs> I know what they're like. We can talk sense into Bruno. Mm-hmm. All, right, All right. So, which can... yeah. we need to I'm... figure out. Yeah. We need to figure out where this other where the mm-hmm. pipe is and where the spell is and where the ritual space is. Yeah. I'm going to look at the basement ritual okay. area. Yeah. Okay. I'll go with Bruno and assist. And you're trying to get the light back on? Okay. Uh, I I text him. It's going to take about four hours to fix the light. Um, all right. So you guys go down into the basement, and you start looking around. Like I said, it's very dusty and dirty. Um, we'll say that up in the kitchen, you managed to find a broom. It's mm-hmm. pretty damaged for a broom. It's it's kind of rot away, but it still works. Um, and you start sweeping. one of those vacuum cleaners. And as you do, as you do, you can see that there was something painted on the floor um, uh, in red paint. And you you know that there was red paint because the middle of the building is red paint. Mm. So we had plenty of red paint. Um, You also looking around, you find, well, let's see who finds it. 
Uh, why don't you guys do spot hiddens huh. down in the basement? If you're there. Ooh, uh, nope. triple zero, so I fail. That's 100, so I failed nope. completely. Regular failure. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't Edward? It. It, it just <laughs> took us a long time to find, to, to dust it Yeah, up. so. Yeah. <laughs> so it takes you about an hour. Uh, you're sweeping, uh, sweeping the floor out. You're looking around the cracks and crevices of the room. And you do see something that sort of fell behind a barrel. And, uh, you pull it out, and it seems to be a piece of parchment paper uh, mm-hmm. that's wrapped around something hard in the middle. And uh, when you unwrap it, uh, what you find is a very, very bizarre-looking sort of musical instrument. Uh, it's about, oh, 10 inches long. And maybe a little more than, uh, you know, maybe half an inch or a little little wider than that. Uh, I, I wish Ed was here to take pictures and document this. Fascinating. Oh, wow. That is amazing. How could they make that? You're not quite sure what it's made of or how, how it's played. There don't mm. seem to be any holes in it. It's maybe more like a whistle. Um, but when you blow through it, it doesn't make any noise. It's just your air going through it. Uh, but the parchment, yeah, uh, the parchment looks like this and it matches the symbol on the floor. Mm. If we wrote a cult, would we be, you know, does it make any sense at all or is it just completely foreign? You've never seen anything like oh. it before, but there's writing on it in Teg's writing. Summoning the Great Piper is Pal Magri. Place pipe in box. Begin chant. When pipe rises, grasp. Continue chanting until servitor manifests. Switch to binding chant. Once bound, servitor will obey your command and then leave but it may return later to extract payment for its services. And then the chant is written out. Fair. I'm not going to read that aloud in case something happens. Good, good thinking, young man. And I'm not reading the second part out loud in case something happens. Okay. Place pipe in box. Well, you there found- is a rectangular area. Uh, a a box drawn the in the, the pentagram. Oh, okay. Great, good. Hmm. Well, that doesn't mention so the powder at all. Does it it mention doesn't mention the powder. the powder, yeah. So how's the powder to be used? Maybe you throw it. It's better than eating it. Uh, well, but but let us consider. Tag was planning on using this ritual against... The priestess. No, no, against Senawi. Against Senawi, yes. Right, not, 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 not the sea monster. No, against Senawi. Well, right. it, based on Tag's journal, it seems like Sanawi and the sea monster had some kind of relationship. relationship, not hostile, actually. Right. Then why would anyone summon the Kraken so the Kraken is not Idra? No, but that says Servitor, not Kraken, right? Correct. So is summoning something to defeat Sanawi separate and apart from Idra yes, or the monster? I'm thinking that because... 
the, the priestess or or the the native lady or the fish lady or whatever the heck she is mm. probably brings the monster right wasn't that what that we saw in the in the frescoes or idra yes idra brings idra so if we deal with her mm. then we don't have to deal with the monster because we've dealt with the monster's handler right but the story doesn't match up if so the, the so I'm assuming Ed told us uh, what Moira said about you know the the story. Why would the Insmith folks be able to bind Sinawi here using Idra if Idra and Sinawi are, are are partners in crime? Like that thing out there is not Idra. Some of the facts aren't lining up. Somebody's mm. got a wrong idea. Either the lighthouse keeper does, or she's got the wrong idea. You want to roll an idea? Sure. Yes. <laughs> just, just to keep you on Ooh, pass. Pass. Yeah. We're both smart yeah. people. Yeah, that's what we do. So putting <laughs> putting the, the the statements all together, it would seem that uh Sinawe, this this was her island. Mm -hmm. And Teg came here, they fall, fell in love. Mm -hmm. She got pregnant and had a baby. Mm -hmm. And then she violently killed Teg. She caused a storm. He went out to her and she he was wiped out. Mm -hmm. After that, she was very angry and she turned her wrath on the people of yep. Insmith. Right. And they called the the star spawn to keep her here trapped on the island. Right. So that thing um, is not uh Idra. That's not Idra. Right, right. Oh, so the Idra is another hideous creature. That we haven't met in theory. Oh, just wonderful. Okay. Uh, she right. she hasn't called her big boy against this big boy yet, is what we're saying. Right. Okay. So here's the thing. If we want to get off the island, mm. we have to deal with the thing the Innsmouth people put in place to keep her here. Correct. Unless the condition for her. The thing is her being alive. So if killing her will free it, then that might be the way. We don't know that. We do not. Yeah. And I don't know how killable something like that is. Why don't we just ask her? It's, it's, the, the young lady? I, I feel like that if we take care of the, the thing in the, the water, the kraken, mm -hmm. as we're calling it, mm -hmm. and we don't take care of Sanawe, then she's going to take care of us and the people in Innsmouth. Well, she? Uh, Bruno has a point, though. Okay, she's been stuck here, what, 90 years? A blink of an eye for something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we don't entirely know that. I'm sort of stuck on this one, Professor. We might be able to negotiate with her for just getting off, and she gets to go free to wherever she hell she wants to go. Mm. I mean, it was 90 years ago. And she didn't seem hostile. She seemed more confused yeah uh, about us about me so, um wherever she is at this point moira now comes into the room where you are and she says i'm listening you guys are getting too much of it wrong let's correct says, them Moira. right moira please help us look i told you i was from insmith i've got Sanawi's blood in me, at least partly. Mm. 
my people change as they get older. I haven't shown any signs yet, but eventually I will. She says, Sanawi is a high priestess of Idra, and she has been on this rock for tens of thousands of years. She doesn't die, and she doesn't look like a Native American girl. That's, that's her way of keeping you from freaking out. But her people, the worshipers of Idra, had a rival, and the rival was the worshipers of Dagon. Okay. Um, she was quite, I mean, there are lots of cultures that have human sacrifice. Um, you can't just disregard them because they have something like that. But for all of that time, uh, the people of the ocean and the people of the land were friendly towards one another. Um, there was an occasional sacrifice to Idra. But after a long time, her, her people began to die out. Uh, and the people of Dagon sort of grew. And after thousands of years, there were just not that many more, many worshipers of Idra. So she went to sleep. And she slept for thousands of years. And in the meantime, the worshipers of Dagon took over Innsmouth. And they became, I don't know that whole story, but it's had something to do with Captain Obed in the South Seas and, and all of that. Okay. Um, she would occasionally wake up and do a little hunting for herself. And there were old sea tales about the the ghost of Skivern Rock. It was her. But mostly she slept until one day somebody put a foghorn on the rock and started making this tremendous loud noise. And she woke up. And she's probably responsible for those first two men that were probably dragged into the ocean by her for making the horrible noise. Well, everyone, everyone's angry when they wake up. Mm. And then 50 years or so, however long it took later, when Tag and the other guy were here, she woke up again from that foghorn. Mm -hmm. But this time she was more curious. She hung around and she fell in love with Tag. And together, I guess together, maybe not so together if you read that journal, she continued to worship Idra in the hopes of maybe re reawakening the, the cult. Um, and then you know what happens after that. Uh, yeah, the people of Innsmouth and their Dagon worshippers are far more violent and cruel than the Idras. So all she wants now is to get rid of that creature that's bound her here, and she'll go off and she'll try to reestablish pleasant relations with the humans. That's what her goal was all along, because that's what Idra wants. And she told you all this when you went to the cave? 
I uh, the answer is yes, young lady. No, it's it's more than that. You see, I've been having dreams. I've been dreaming about Sanawe most of my life. I didn't know what it meant until I saw her in the cave. And well, is she willing to accept you? And like, why your, yeah, your why don't we just ask? Why don't we just ask her how to leave? Maybe we could help. She, well, she's, she's quite pleasant towards me. She knows who I am. She knows that I'm her great great grandchild. But if if we get rid of that thing out in the ocean, she will leave us alone. She'll let us go back to the land. The monster will be gone. She'll go somewhere else. I don't know where. Maybe the South Seas again. Uh, but uh, we'll be off the island you know and safe here's another idea okay we get the rowboat right we fill it up with dynamite we put out like maybe a dummy of one of us and we push it out and then it gets eaten and blows up and blows the creature up she says that the thing is the 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 the, the rules are is that boats can come here but they can't leave yeah, that's a good so, idea, then. Yeah, if you try to get it to leave, if you try to get that boat to leave. I don't know what that powder is, but I think it's something that if you throw it on the monster. She said that Tag, she says she doesn't really know what it is either, but Tag tried to throw it on her, and it. she was already pissed off and angry at him. And the, the pipe thing, that's another way. Um, I, you guys know what, you know, you guys read stories about genies and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Um, it's not exactly that, but a servitor, whatever that is, will come and grant you whatever wish you know you asked for. If you tell it to get rid of that monster, it'll be it's like that. Problem is, is it's going to ask you for something in return. It yeah, I would rather... Be. Of course, it might not ask you for a thousand years, in which case you're already dead. They don't yeah, understand time with... the way we do. Yeah. I'd probably rather blow it up than have uh, my soul sacrificed to a dark creature. Well, we could try your idea, Bruno, and see if... I mean, Mara, do you know what that creature that's guarding the island is exactly? Do you have idea like the nature of it's, it? It's It's got a number of names, but I would guess... It's something called a star spawn. See the uh, it's it's all wrapped up into the lore of of the Ensmith folk and the people. The first there there is a race of people that live at the bottom of the sea. Okay, it's where all of the stuff from mermaids and selkies and all of those legends sort of come from, and they have their own version of Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve being Dagon and Idra. And those, those people don't die. They live forever at the bottom of the sea. They get bigger, though, as they live, the older they get. They can be killed. But if they don't get killed, they get bigger. And Idra and Dagon are the oldest ones. And they're probably millions of years old. 
and they are gigantic, the gods of the sea, at least as far as the deep ones, the fish people think. But are, are we is, losing sanity and gaining mythos from this at all? Or? If you believe it, maybe. <laughs> uh, Take it into account. There are other darker, more terrible monsters. And these things, this thing off the coast, came from somewhere else, another dimension, another world. Oh, like Charles uh, it, writes about. And it looks like its father, male, female, father, mother, don't make any sense in this world, but call it father. And his, I can't even say his name out loud. Mm. It's considered extremely dangerous and bad luck to say it out loud. But that's what that thing is. So can and it, it be follows with, rules? It, can it be it killed follows, with a bunch of dynamite? Is the question. I don't know. It, it doesn't follow rules. the same rules as we do. It's not composed of the same substances as we are. Fire might hurt it, but then again, it's popped up out of the ocean. It's going to be completely wet. You could try. So yeah, we think can... that the pipe does one thing along with the ritual to, to call this creature. Mm -hmm. And this creature can grant us a wish to whisk us away. I My suppose question... an alternative thing would be to get in the dinghy with that powder. Mm. And when the thing comes for you, throw the powder on it. Oh. Doesn't mean you're not going to be crushed or destroyed i mean if the genie grants us any wish why do we need to wish for anything except for us to be home separate and apart from this senawi well i didn't really it's not really a genie it's mm. it can do a task for you and if you ask it it's still going to probably ask you for something in return Where's Dewey right and now? It, it ain't going to ask you. A, Dewey's Dewey's listening. But, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's okay. just try blowing it up. If that well, doesn't work, we'll re we'll go back to the drawing board. Let's also put some of that canned uh, food there because if the explosion <laughs> doesn't do it, maybe food poisoning will. Uh, okay, so we're going to have to just kind of push it out off the dock with the dynamite. How are we going to set it off? The, 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 unless someone's in the dinghy, the dinghy's just going to keep on getting shoved back into the island. The, the dinghy doesn't have a motor, right? It, it has to be rowed. Yeah, it has to be rowed. You shove it out into the ocean, that ocean, you, it's not going anywhere. It's not like still water. That'll just, yeah, it'll come, it'll come back and then blow our dock. Yeah, exactly. So our options are very limited. Either someone goes and through explosion or powder attempt to conquer the beast, or the we call it the genie creature and it's, right. it's the genie it. creature. It's the genie creature. Unless someone wants to do a suicide run with the powder and the dynamite, try the powder first and then blow up. But <laughs> you, you, but that you, could you, fail in so many ways. Right. Yeah. And, and the Sanawi, can she help us in this summoning? No. 
maybe if she's like a super powerful ocean person, why don't we just ask her to send the boat out for us? Oh yeah, oh, she could just true. push she the water. Control the currents. Yeah. yeah, right. She yeah. could push the water along. We still have to set up the dynamite, though. That's fine. It's impact sensitive as well, so it'll blow up if the thing just breaks sure? it up. Yeah, it's dynamite. Dynamite right. is that's why it's, it's so dangerous. Yeah, it's not TNT. It's, yeah, it's old dynamite, which means it's very unstable. So a heavy impact should set it off. It would. Yeah. Moira says, "Look, we don't have very long. We're not yeah. supposed to be here." And that thing might just wipe the island clean if we don't hurry. I'm, I mean, aren't there rules? You said people can come but not leave. So why would it? I don't know. This is all. This is all weird magic. Hmm. So let's just ask her. Let's go into the cave. Ask her to send the boat out. We'll send the boat out with the dynamite. Blow it up. Signal for help with the flare. And there, get out. Perfect. I think I'm not sure that would be a good idea. See, I don't think that she's going to make a bargain with us unless we take care of the problem. If she thinks that she has to take care of the problem, then she might just get rid of us all. She's just sending water to the back of the dinghy is that such a great ask if she, she can doesn't control water she controls storm she can make a storm but she can't make it wash might, the boat where she wants mm, it to go we might well shit let's make the deal okay let's make the deal then All we'll right. make the deal we'll be fine okay well, now let's, do let's we still and... do we still need to get the lighthouse going so we can get help uh, yes because even if we are free we'll have no way to get back to land so we, we need to do the ritual. We need to get the lighthouse working. So, yeah, okay. Bruno, I, you might I as well work on the lighthouse. What? Yeah. Uh, Moira, Moira looks kind of panicked at that moment. She says, but we don't want the Innsmouth people. Wait, wait until we've driven the creature away and then decide. Maybe she'll, once Sanawe is freed, Maybe she'll be able to help us get to where we want to go. She only controls storms, she you just said. Yes, but she could push the boat at that point. She could push it all the way to Newburyport if we wanted her to. Yeah, because she's like a big ocean monster. So she could probably just grab it and take it No, away. she's just, she's not much bigger than you've seen. If you've seen no, her. Okay. I'd like so... to know that she was agreeing to do that before we get rid of the monster because then we're stuck if she decides not to help us i mean we'll be at an impasse one of us has to make a good will gesture i suppose well i'm just trying to find the best option before we make an an ultimate decision once we light the lighthouse i'm sure that people from ensmith would come this direction and they'll get here before anyone else i I mean what would be and if they find out about that silver they'll kill us all for that silver that seems plausible yeah Okay, let's do the ritual then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ritual all the way. So, okay. In but we're not going to get we're not going to get the the priestess's agreement that if we do this, that she'll get us. Perhaps, Miss Moira, you can go and talk to your great great grandmother. And, We'd like and to know that if we're going to do this, it's going to work out. Yeah. Because I'll if go we're talk forced... to her. Okay. Right. Thank you. Okay. And so does Moira she go leaves. off? Yeah. All right, gentlemen. I think. Um, 
there is, of course, risk in us being stabbed in the back. Yeah, I don't screwed know. by a genie, eaten by a sea monster, and maybe just shot by Moira. She does have a gun. Yeah, but we have guns too. I don't really care about yeah. that. That silver powder or that copper powder, if it is effective, as Mister Tag believes, it might be a good insurance policy. It didn't In work case... against. Didn't work against the, the priestess. Like, well, uh... we know it didn't work against Bruno, so. Yeah, it doesn't seem very dangerous to me. Mm. Well, okay, I feel this, fine. If the we servitor could ourselves in it, and then just tug it. Yeah, like oh, like if they tug it, let's just do the fucking I, ritual. Yeah. Okay, yes. if the servitor follows rules, I trust it more than people that might just lie to us, mm. right? So that is a good bet to get rid of the thing out there. It's just, can we get this priestess lady to agree to take us home? Okay. We'll have to be very um, specific in our wording. So you've got the stuff in the basement already kind of set up. You've swept it off. You see the, the ritual. Um, if if we were not pressed for time, I oh. would have you guys actually do the ritual, and chant the chant, and oh, try to sorry. decipher the handwriting. Oh, um, <laughs> Fortunately, or yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, the old uh, early thing, yeah, yeah. So you go down to the basement and you set the pipe uh, lengthwise in the in the box. Um, you stand over towards the side and you begin to chant. Um, you chant it maybe twenty times, so you're kind of wondering if anything is going to happen. And as you do suddenly sort of notice that the uh, the air that's in uh, right above that circle it it starts to look lighter than the rest of the room there's no there's no light source other than your lantern but the air seems to begin to shimmer and it begins to get brighter and brighter as you're doing this you feel that something something is is materializing there and uh, the light begins to sort of scintillate uh, various colors. Um, it starts to get brighter. Edward, it starts to look like uh, like the sun through uh, through your camera when it gets those strange globes of of color around it. And you can feel the air almost crackling, and it smells like ozone. And just as you finish the twentieth time repeating through it this uh thing appears and it's glowing and it's bright and it's scintillating <laughs> we can all do sanity rolls absolutely <laughs> oh 29 oh can i take a picture then 46 oh, seven. what do we lose if we don't make it <laughs> If you don't make it, do a one d six. If you okay, do make it's not it, as bad. Okay. Four. Okay. Oh, that's not so bad. Well, um, I it's actually more. kind of pretty in a way. Uh, <laughs> Edward, when your camera clicks, it shatters. No, no. Um, I mean, literally into pieces <laughs> to the no. floor. Um, this voice, and the voice sounds like like thunder. 
it's not it's not as deafening as thunder, but it's as if the mountains were speaking, as if the you know it's 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 as if God is speaking to Moses. It's this deep rumbling voice, and it's it's basically says you know why have you summoned me? What do you want? We look at we look at the professor actually myself. But okay, go ahead, Bruno. We we have come to bargain, servitor. We have come to bargain. Tell me what you want. Do you know of the creature circling this island, blocking anyone from entering and leaving? The stars. Yes, you know of it. Do you have power over it? What do you want? What do you want to happen? Give us a moment. All right, guys, and then we huddle. All right, what do we? What do we want it to do? For him to get rid of it. We have to be specific. Rid is a very kill it, destroy it, utterly annihilate it from the face of the earth and the universe and the galaxy. And do we back want it... where it came from? Okay, so we have came from. We have destroyed, gentlemen. Or, or we could circumvent it altogether and ask to simply be safely returned to shore. Have we thought about telling this thing to just take the five of us home? Let's do that. Yeah, sure. And maybe and leave Moira. Well, and do oh, we? Yeah, Moira. And the six of us. Yeah. Yeah. Let's take Moira as well, of course. Not going to remove the monster. It's not a bad idea, Professor. Let's. I mean, I mean it, it, yeah. If we don't want to disrupt any ecosystem. It seems like the monster, and you know, but Moira will just come back. She she, she won't let the this go. Well, she wants the silver. Yeah. But then that's her own problem to deal with. If we spite her now, I don't think she will uh, look upon us kindly. Remember, you mentioned that she shot the other gentleman. Or how about this? How about this? Ask to have the star spawn be put to sleep for a year mm. that'll give us time to get away yeah then it can come no. back and recreate that no right, because but the, but the scenario the, would be gone so now we'll leave and then the star spawn will be a threat to anyone what's else wrong with that happens. i i thought normal people will be killed fine. by it hmm. yeah. yeah i thought that you don't I want to leave it in not, place it's going to be a threat to it was chill though i thought she was like a chill person I mean, she demanded, did you not read the books? All the sacrifices year on year, 20, 30, 40, 50 people to Hydra. Well, Idra or whatever. Idra, yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I don't really care. I, I just care about us getting out. That, that, that's what I mean, young man. We can just have the five of us, well, six Dewey over there, um, you know, get back. Miss Moira, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll I'll put it to a vote. Do you want us to include Miss Moira in this? I suppose. Well, if, if, we, if we just get back safely, then the star spawn is still here killing. How many people come to this given rock? Look at how much effort it took for us to find. Right? Even Dewey mentioned, right? Dewey, that, yeah, you know, they, avoid it's it. a, they said they avoided yeah, it. Yeah. They avoided that this is the safe already. Whereas you let loose 
Sanawi or the Darspawn or even Moira, what, what, what damage can that cause, Mr. Coburn? Could we, if, if the thing can take Moira, can it take the silver as well? Just say, take the silver, take Moira, and take us. And that, that, get that, out of that, here. that is a very. Actually, that would make Moira happy. I think she just wants the money. If we can yeah, do that. Let's just do that. If we can't, well, it's bargaining. Professor, right. you, and you need to negotiate and see what it's willing Fair to do. Fair enough. Then, then we'll need to ask go. for more and, and and work our way back. Then, so, like, yeah, all right. See what, bargaining. see what you can bargain all for. Right. There you go. All right, <clears throat> all right. So we're done huddling. Apologies for that. We are ready to bargain. What is your price in order to take the seven of us? You know, our six here and the young lady upstairs all the silver on this island back to Newport in this time, in this dimension. What and alive. you ask for? Uh, and alive and, and sound and whole and complete. What will you bargain or ask for it, great um, servitor? Seven, seven lives, seven, seven favors. Seven lives for seven favors. Would it be scalable? Like if we do five, is it still five favors? Well, each person would owe a favor, probably. You think? That okay, be? so it's, it's a not deal. My favors. I don't know when I'll come back for them, but saving your life will cost you what is worth a life. I I've heard that from various mobsters too that we will owe a favor um all right so do we need consent from all parties before we enact this or can i speak on behalf of people not here like they will owe you a favor or will i owe you two you summoned me you i'll owe all seven you command them mm. okay so it sounds like I might end up owing all seven, and and that is a price that it's a horrible bargain, but one we must. No, take. professor, we all get one each. Maybe no, because we have we have no power of attorney or power to negotiate. I don't think that do this, we, nor to for Miss Moira. I, I don't necessarily think that this creature operates under the laws of the United States government. I think it's that contract just, law. If we can't have I think contracts, it'll just apply the favor to them. The laws of bartering are absolute, young man. Um, <laughs> the laws of the market do not apply to space demons. It asks for a favor. Is already conducting commerce and economy. Anyways, I digress. Oh, hey, creature. Uh, yes, I will take that bargain. Take the seven of us and all the silver on this island in, you know, a usable form, ingots preferably, um, safe and sound, back to uh, Newport, and you shall have your seven favors. And you suddenly find yourselves in Newburyport. Yeah. Um, uh, on a street in the middle of the day. Oh, God. Um, I mean, get out of, the, of, of cars in case they run us over. In the street, in the middle of the day, and uh, Moira is there with you, and a absolutely horrifying-looking frogfish woman 
who suddenly screams and car horns honk and people screech on their brakes and people start screaming. And Moira's looking around and she turns to what have you done? Wait, who's a frogfish woman? Moira? Sinawe. We didn't ask we didn't ask no, to bring we, Sinawe. Yeah, we are seven, like the five of us, Dewey and and uh, Moira. Oh, I forgot yeah. all about Dewey. Yeah, yeah yes. I'm obsessed with Dewey right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We want Dewey to be okay. Yeah, yeah, he's okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Dewey's you left Sonawe there. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Moira. Okay. Yeah. So same yeah, thing. Frogfish Moira, man, Moira screams woman, at yeah. you. What have you done? I just point at the silver. Uh, she's like, but what? Ha- why? What have you done? And uh, we'll sort of leave it at that point. That, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, she Moira just the expedition. Yeah, quite uh, quite horrified and upset. I wonder. If... Nah, she doesn't pull out her gun and start shooting at you. Well, that um, <laughs> great. But that's that's an interesting way. Nobody's ever ended this story that way before. Yeah. But, um. At some point in the future, that servitor is going to look each one of you up and mm-hmm. probably have you assist the destruction of the earth in some mm-hmm. way or another. I'm absolutely sure, yeah. <laughs> the servitors work the servitors work for Azathoth. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I was I was actually going to ask uh uh Edward if he would like to see the face of God, since he's done that part before. <laughs> uh, yeah. Learn our story from that other one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you basically got the story the way that it was true that that Sanawi was a high priestess of uh, mm-hmm. Idra, and that uh, the the people who follow Idra were far more hospitable towards mm-hmm. humans. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, their rival would be the Dagonites, the people who like this. And um, you might have, if if she had gotten away, she would have indeed gone somewhere and tried to make probably with a more primitive people like in the islands or something mm. like that uh, to reestablish a colony she was going to take moira with her mm. uh, despite moira's uh, desire to you know have silver and get out uh but she would become another she would become a better a new high priestess she yeah. she is going to eventually turn and go and become yeah. a deep one mm. none of her family uh, well none of her on her on her grand great grandfather's side died they all went into the sea yep. yeah i was wondering about that yeah and okay. she was lying she was pretty much lying to you all the way from the beginning to get you to do what she needed to find the map to get there mm. she had originally slept with um noah yep um in order to see if he could procure the, the maps is, that she as, needed. As a, as a potential first person, she probably didn't find him that hideous, right? Well, no, she did. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but but Moira, Moira was pretty much willing to fuck anyone that would yeah, get her okay. what she needed. Uh, she uh, was pretty ruthless. She wasn't violent. She wouldn't have murdered you all. But uh, she's a goal yeah. oriented. Once you were That's on the, the island, once you were on the island, once she saw the picture of Sanawe, and she knew that was the woman from her dream. She immediately went to find the cave. That's where she was pulled towards. Um, but you guys left her trapped there with the star spawn. 
Um, so who knows what will happen next time. Um, what, uh, what was interesting the first time I ran it was we tied it all into the main uh, Lovecraftian theme because the Arcane Society, they went there, the players, two of the women uh, that were in the, the party also joined uh, Moira and oh, began to worship. Yeah. And, yeah. and decided that they would stay on the island and that the others could go mm. fine and safe. But the consequences of that were when they got back to land, the people in the Arcane Society were like, where did they go? Where did the ladies mm. go? Did you murder them and leave oh, them gosh. on the island? So there was an investigation. And that's what really gets the people in Arkham up in arms about the people in Innsmouth mm. and begins ultimately Delta Green. Right. Because oh, of these women okay. disappearing that were right, there. That makes sense. And, uh, anyways, that's 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 the occulted light. And what was that silver what, or copper powder that Max kept eating? Oh, that's, that's that's the that's the appearance powder, isn't it? That's what it it's yeah, called. Yeah, I thought that was it, but yeah, it's called the baleful dust of Hermes. Oh, uh, oh tree majestus. Yeah, it's not for appearance; it's for like smashing. Uh, it it basically, if you had found a way, it would have been a good idea if you'd have put dynamite on the boat and somehow yeah. could trigger the explosion and got it going out there. The thing would have come up to do that. And if you put that powder on top, yeah. it would have spread the powder. The thing would have gone away. Uh, uh, it it oh, could have worked. Could have, but you could have done it. In, you, no, no, she uh, wasn't. She wasn't a star spawn. It only works on things from another world right. or dimension. Extra-dimensional entities. So um, Tag was the, wrong, yeah. The chance but of you, getting a specific current to take the boat unsteered in a very... And then make sure it blew up at the right time would be a lot yeah, of that, that's, that's a tough... But <laughs> a daring way to do it, too, would have been to row the boat out there. Mm -hmm. And as soon as that thing started to come, Jump you would spread the Jump. stuff in the water. Ah, Okay. And when the thing came up through it, it would have been banished by the. So I think we could have uh, coated Dewey in it and then just feed Dewey to the thing. No, <laughs> <Yeah>. Dewey. <laughs> He's like the most underused MP. We could have had him make the bargain on our behalf. He's he could have taken innocent. all the silver. He's useful. Oh, when well, you think about it, although it's kind of brutal, it is a love story. Yes, no, it totally is. Right. Totally is. And the only thing it's I a family really. Story. The only thing I really didn't count on was that David, that, that Julian, would choose the last name Bard. And I had all of these Shakespeare quotes through here that he keeps saying, you're the Bard of Avon, the Bard. Oh, I was thinking, yeah, yeah. oh, no, they're going to go, wait, Bard? Is this, yeah, is this David's yeah. somehow tied into it? There's well done. Yeah, we survive. I mean, we owe uh, unholy allegiance. Oh, to we us have Cthulhu above. mythos knowledge now too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We got yeah. The lecture. Oh, yeah. You're you're pretty much crazed. Hopefully, yeah. that servitor doesn't come back and say, you know, I want to go on vacation, so mm. I'm ah. going to give you the pipe and have right. you go to Azathoth ah. while I'm gone. That goes on. I just explained accounting principles to Azathoth. He'll also fall asleep. It'll, <laughs> yep, it'll be fine. Work. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good, fun story. I did have a picture of the 
the, the star spawn or the star spawn. Ooh, that's what it looks like. Yep. Oh, oh classic. Yeah, that would have been classic. Nasty. Looks very oh. much like Cthulhu. Oh, they're throwing the powder oh. on it. You can see all the sparkly bits. Yeah, he's huge. Jeez. Yeah. How the hell did they chuck the powder that far onto the thing? I think that's supposed to be like the universe. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought that it, was powder. It would have it would have worked if you could have gotten in multiple you didn't have multiple boats, but if you could have gotten out there the second it comes up, if you have that mm. thing in packets, it has oh, no, the, the rockets. Eight, eight doses yeah so as long as the stuff gets right. on the the star spawn it's it's banished could use some bottle rockets. rockets or whatever we had yeah yeah, yeah. the rockets might have worked you're right yeah the original story names the priestess sedna but i yeah. thought it was more fun to call her Sanawi. i wanted to find yeah. a sort of a nantucket indian name that was good and it of course also uses the word hydra mm. but i've never liked i've never liked yeah, naming after Bacon Greek and monster. Hydra, because yeah. it sounds like Greek mythology. Yeah, yeah, and and the Greeks wouldn't pronounce it Hydra anyway; they'd pronounce it Edra. Yeah, mm -hmm. so I thought that was that was cooler. Yeah, that works. Um, and we never got to this stuff, but there is a secret history. the 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 city off the coast there is uh, uh, Ihothle. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. At the bottom of the sea. And of course, eventually they take a submarine and, tor and torpedo it. That's cool. Cool. All right, wrap up. Yeah. Do you need oh, to do the closing? Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're still do recording. The closing. <laughs> Our players included uh, Billy Chong, uh, Troy Lehman, Stuart Lightley, Max Meltzer, and Julian Arbo with myself as the Keeper of the Arcane War. We have a Discord server where you can chat with other members. You can set up private games. You can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean, Spotify, or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck. Good gaming.